Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Finbar, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome back to Rolling with Difficulty, uh, the adventures of the crew of Praspera. I, as always, am your dungeon master, Austin, and I am joined by our wonderful players, the crew of the Praspera. Go ahead and say hello. 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 One week it'll be awkward and I'll just <laughs> not be playing with anyone, but for now they keep showing up, <laughs> so we're excited to have you back. I don't think we have any announcements this week, so with no further ado, we'll jump right back into where we left off. Yes. Uh, the exciting adventures of these heroes. Yes. I'm going home. <laughs> We're uh, going the last, <laughs> The last that we left our heroes, you decided to finally finish the job you took oh so many episodes ago. <laughs> Deliver the soul coins right. to Otto. You made your way back to the city of Brass, dropped off your cargo, got paid your measly sum of 50 gold apiece, and had a little bit of a, a nice relaxing day in the city of Brass. Some uh, armor was attended to, some relevant information gleaned by Virla, who had investigated potentially some missing fragment of his backstory and found that it might lie somewhere deep in Mechanus and obtain the coordinates as such. So, after a heartwarming discussion with the rest of the crew about whether they would, so to speak, take the job, be contracted under one of their own, uh, reassurance from all of them that they would of course help him out, Virla and the rest decide to set sail for the Clockwork Nirvana. You were stopped when an old co-worker <laughs> of, of Rival. Danny, uh, Egan, revealed, at first seemed normal, then revealed something clearly had happened and was possessed by some malevolent force. Still interested in the acquisition of Kiana. Bye. Seems that these enemies do not easily die. However, they saw that the fight was probably not going to go their way like it did the first time, escaped, and you decided to set sail. Uh, after some travel, you made your way to the portal to Mechanist, but not before Virla was man managed to piece together the perhaps long-standing mystery of some of the origin behind Kiana and her monastery, the Cenobium mm -hmm. Tenebris. Looking at all the clues that have been laid before you, likely the malevolent force behind this was indeed the Illithid, more commonly known as the Mind Flayers, the former scourge of the Planescape. With this information, <laughs> Squid <boys>. you guys <laughs> decided that you probably, probably something that needed to be dealt with, but time was on your side as you arrived at Mechanus. We begin not with you, going through the portal to Mechanus, actually, oh. but somewhere else. Against oh. you. <laughs> going through the portal to we find ourselves in a dark room. Damn it. Curving walls illuminated in soft purple light emanating from a flameless brazier. As has happened so many times before, the thing that was prior Sephram enters, what? though now in the form of a fire genasi, clad in leathers and coveralls, oh. tools Again? hanging from their belt. 
No. The not Egan kneels on the ground, chim dipped down to avoid looking at the figure that now approaches. Though no mouths move, the voices are heard by each in their mind. I see you wear a new skin. How many more members of the flock did you sacrifice this time? None. Uh, I I do not recall saying I was finished. Your dogged obsession with this lost sheep is short-sighted. You lost almost a third of the flock trying to find it, and then another when it encountered it in Sigal. It may have seemed special to you, but all of our flock have been handpicked for the nourishment of our future children. Don't call this flock, one's man. escape is of no loss to us. Unless... The figure moves gently into the light, not seeming to walk, but merely almost drifting, casting its features now in sharp shadow. The frame, over six and a half feet, almost seven feet tall, the six long tentacles hanging from its face, long... Oops impossibly rubbery and pliable fingers wrapped around a staff. What is it you are hiding in there? The not Egan winces. When I confronted her, she spoke back to me. In gith. <gasps> There's a rush forward, the hand extends, the not Egan lifted into the air by an unseen force. And how would it have learned? <laughs> If it has allied with them, our doom has been brought upon us by you. Yay. Struggling against the crushing force, yeah. the not Egan widens fucked. its eyes frantically. She has not allied with Gif. She is piloting a spelljammer, crewed by Flotsam and Jetsam from the scape. Oh, Dibs on Flotsam. <laughs> I guess I'll be Jetsam. Piloting? <laughs> How is that possible? The not Egan slowly descends to the floor. Something of her psionic powers allows her to, far more powerfully than should be expected. Another pause. If this is true, where did it attain such a vessel? The few remaining ones that function are closely guarded and held. Impossible to be run by so few lowly creatures. Not impossible. They have an expert in Arcanotech from Brass. And now, the not Egan gestures <laughs> at itself. So do we. The not Egan stands, fully facing the aberration before it. And should we regain Kiana, we will have a pilot. Uh. <laughs> Cut to black. <laughs> well, now. Tick. 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 We find ourselves in a huge cavernous space, gears of all different sh uh, sizes shimmering, yes. uh, coppers and steels rotate against yes. each other, a portal of shimmering blue, uh, a blue diamond shimmer glowing, uh, the Paraspora emerges from it into this golden and shimmering space with a soft vibration. 
The world around you is vast, filled entirely by gears, some the size of buildings, but most much larger, the size of lakes, maybe even continents, stretching out like slowly rotating islands of steel and stone. The space is immense, and yet there is a feeling of claustrophobia, for wherever you look, there is no sky, only gears, and gears beyond the gears. All around you, ever-present, the persisting, unrelenting tick, 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 as the cogs turn each other infinitely. Welcome to Mechanus, the clockwork nirvana. Dang, Crew of the this is the coolest place like we've ever been. <laughs> um, I, Sophia, would like to point out that the dumb joke gets for dummies has really come to play to pay <laughs> dividends here in episode 7. <laughs> Boy, it's good we didn't have Enoch with us when they attacked. Because they don't oh, know we man. actually do have Gith allies. You know, for That's a second true. there, I really thought it would be like, you know, yeah, hunting down Kiana, it really is more trouble than it's worth. We'll just go back to our own evil machinations. <laughs> and then the unless. Yeah, uh, unless. Uh, Jesus. Unless. <laughs> Um, uh, Vila, this is the coolest place you've ever been, and the longer that we stay here, the more likely I am to start touching things, so where do we need to go? <laughs> That's a, well, that, 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 that is a good question. Uh, I've done some research. Uh, I have a couple of landmarks we could search for. Ben I, I think the most beneficial one would be the Transcendent Academy, would be a nice uh -huh. place to start. Um, well, it certainly sounds very shiny. And you would like it as well, Danny. From what I understand, they are... They, they are people who have taken up a profession very similar to yours. Oh. Um, there is also what I know understand to be the Council of Cogs. But mm. from what I understand, they are very clandestine with their findings and discoveries. And... Oh, I hate I'm it not when sure... academics are like that. <laughs> hmm. I am not sure how responsive they will be to us. But my goal here is simply to attain some semblance of where we are in the coordinate system of Mechanus and then head toward our goal. Certainly. So, a couple of things. Uh, one, the Council of Cogs operates out of the Transcendent Academy. They're the ones in charge. Uh, mm -hmm. Second, you don't have coordinates for the Transcendent Academy, uh, but go yeah. ahead and roll me an Arcana check. Sure. Yeah, I figured uh, if if flying around for a bit and seeing something that doesn't look vaguely school-like or like a university <laughs> or something doesn't work, then we'd have to kind of, you know, head down and actually ask around. But, yep. Ugh, I'm never... Kind of check, here we go. I've never been good with academic types. We just have different learning strategies, you know? I'm more of a learn-by-doing kind of person. Hmm. This is fair. I think that your tinkering method would clash greatly with theirs. I rolled good. a nine. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Total of nine. Yeah. Yeah, you're not really sure how to orient yourself in this coordinate system just yet. Yeah. There's no. There's there no must be some of means like... of navigation. People use it, but. Yeah. yeah there's you, no. You... There, it's not like Tron, right? There's no semblance of a grid. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. Nope. We're not right. gonna get. You said there were mile markers or something, Ooh, right? There, there okay. were like. Oh, true. Yeah. There are signposts. Um, are we, by any chance, within eye shot of one? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, is there any... Anyone who wants, go ahead. Roll perception checks. Perception. Uh, Noir Instead forgot of about that, so good catch. Perception, oh is God. there any... Uh, um... I just rolled a natural 20. Oh, never mind. <laughs> so that's go. 24 yeah. total. This die is staying. Woo. What were you saying, Sophia? I was going to see if, if Danny could make some sort of intelligence check to try and interpret the coordinates based on just, like, understanding how coordinates often yeah. work. 
But if totally. oh Kiana just rolled this that natural like a... 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kiana's natural 20 is good, but, you know, let's, uh, let's allow other rolls as well. Um, yes. <laughs> I feel like this is just a raw intelligence check. There, there right. should be, like, a, some sort of science check. Uh, I guess that's what Arcana is in the D&D multiverse. Hmm. So, go ahead and roll straight intelligence. Uh, 10. 10? Okay. Yeah, there's probably some sort of system that people can use to move through. If it's a coordinate system, which, you know, just even on a 10, you're pretty smart. It's a three-digit coordinate system, so X, Y, Z, graph. That makes sense. So there must be some way to orient yourself in space uh, so that instead of just, like, counting off whatever unit of measurement that they're using, uh, in which case... There, there must be some way to tap into that, but you're not sure what you're supposed to be tapping into yet. Uh, Kiana, you move to the side and uh, with the benefit of your spider climb boots, kind of like get a good <laughs> look around as you lean over. Yep. Uh, you do see that there is a, uh, what looks like a, like a factory. It's a large, perfectly cubed building uh, when there's smokestacks all over and there's a bunch of windows on what appears to be like an open an upper floor that are open uh, and there's definitely movement something is like walking around moving down there huh well we can ask those nice people for directions yeah it's cur- it's on a cog which all the cogs are always rotating so it's currently you can see it and it's just not in any rush but it is rotating away from you slowly. Uh, maybe but we not, should not go in like a not in like a rush like you probably have a, like over an hour before it just disappears from you, but it's just ever left. slowly just gotcha <laughs> moving along uh, on the outside of this gear. Well, I'd recommend we start there as it is the only thing that isn't a gear that I can see from here. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, Varela will pilot the ship and just sort of head downwards. Uh, He will be uh, sort of knowing knowing the reputation of Mechanist. He will be on the lookout for anyone who seems to be approaching the ship uh, in case we're violating some sort of (laughs) protocol uh, that, like, I don't know. Uh, So he'll just be on the lookout for that. But uh, barring uh, any anything of that nature, he'll continue to head downward. Go ahead, take an inspiration because that's a very it's a very mechanist thought to mm. be on the lookout for any rules encroachments. Um, oh, that's two for me. It's like merging onto a highway, but like way yeah. more high stakes. <laughs> I also had another thought of the, are, of the are our blinkers right? working? Like they? <laughs> yeah, we got our seatbelts in order. <laughs> we There's got no seatbelts on this. Repairs. Oh, that we makes could sense. Do. The ship is sort of permanently falling apart at this point, but we're functional for now. We we have a license to operate the Spelljammer, but not with the flamethrower attachment, so... Do we have a license <laughs> to operate the Spelljammer, or did Otto just tell us that we're operating the Spelljammer? Who are you going to license it to? <laughs> not uh, to worry, I have a permit. Multiverse. Everywhere have, you go is different. <laughs> we also have no captain, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lady of Pain signed my doctor's note, so I can totally pilot this ship. <laughs> I, think, I think we lost the license and registration to this old jalopy uh, eons ago. Yeah, it's yeah. in our other spell jammer. We misplaced it. Oh, I yeah. left. We cut, we, uh, from that, we cut to a small hole inside the, like, um, a, in the duct in the ship. There's a little nest that Plug uh, has made, and you see the license oh. and registration crumpled up in the corner. <laughs> like the monkey in the vent of community. Yeah. <laughs> Plug oh, now with yeah. access to even more trapdoors, thanks to my last <laughs> So I guess this means um, yeah, Plug is the right owner of the ship. Yes. Mm. Plug, is the, the right, Plug is the captain now. Yes. Ah. <laughs> you guys descend. Uh, funny thing, as you move, the ship has its own gravity to keep you from falling off as you move in space. But 
as you move, you can feel there's a gentle pull. Whenever you pass a vertical gear, you're pulled to it as if it is down. So the mm -hmm. physics here, just like the cubes in Akron are forever pulling inward, the gears here are pulling towards the middle of the gear, the flat, the, the um, along yeah. that plane. Yeah. So wherever you can walk and then start walking perpendicularly, mm. if you want, against a, a gear that is... Uh, merged perpendicularly with the one you're on. Very goblin. You guys approach, like uh, and you see it is indeed a, a factory, though you can't really see inside very well. There's a lot of smoke with little, like, sparkly bits kind of coming out, little copper sparkly bits coming out of it. Uh, and it is being currently the the, mo the movement you saw outside are Bodrons. There's uh, monodrones, which <gasps> oh, are fuck. spherical ones with one big eye, and there are duodrones and all pentadrones and all the different, there's a couple of each different shape, mostly monodrones walking around. But yeah, you see a whole bunch of them. Uh, some of them are just kind of patrolling. A few of them seem to be like moving waste of some kind, like they're pushing carts with like scrap metal this. in it. Hmm. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of greenery here, uh, are there? <laughs> uh, not from what you can see currently. <sighs> All right. Let's, yeah. let's do what we need bug. to do. Make sure you guys use, like, $1 words with these uh, Modrons. These are the same uh, guys who work at the oh, docks yeah? in Sigil. Oh. My little mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of... All right. Yeah. Uh, I assume you park the ship, the ship and are going to approach. Yep. Uh, yeah, as we it. get off, I make I hand everyone a little uh, um, chocolate eclair. Uh, make sure we have these for today. Just a little buffer in case things get a little dicey out there. Yeah. Was uh, this another? So temp yeah, it's HP? another treat. Yep. Um, yes. Three temp HP. Ooh. Um, Thank you. Uh, stay together, Danny. Don't touch anything. Danny's like squatting down already, starting to poke <laughs> at the gear that we're on, and slowly pulls her hand back when you say that. Gear already looking a little bit worse for wear. <laughs> Everywhere you touch it, it All just right. greebles and <laughs> just gets a little more chaotic looking. <laughs> uh, what from what Star sort Trek of Star Modron are you mm -hmm. going to approach, and who's going to do the talking? If these are Modrons that I like recognize from the. Um, from the ones that hang out at Sigil, uh, Danny will look uh, for any that look familiar to those <laughs> dock workers. Yeah. They all look, all the ones that are the same shape look completely identical to each other. So every mo uh, every monodrone, which are the round ones, Mike. looks like every other monodrone. And then there are the duodrones, which are kind of like flat-ish because um, they're supposed to be two-sided, but they're not completely, they're not, you know, two-dimensional. Mm. Uh, and then so on. There are pyramid-shaped ones and ones that are, like, pentagram-shaped and stuff like that. Uh, I am inclined to let Virla do the talking around here because he seems to know the most about how this place works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a noir question. This is a question that noir has. Are the modrons, are the monodrones yeah. capable of speech as opposed to the duodrones? I am assuming that uh, As you go up in uh, three dimensional in dimensionality, uh, I'm assuming that their sophistication increases. Yeah, watch out for the spheres. Yeah. Uh, so the sophistication does go up. Uh, monodrones are capable of following a single task at a time, uh, much like a preschooler. Duodrones <laughs> uh, are capable of following two tasks simultaneously, and so on, so ah. forth. Sure. So we want um, someone multifaceted. I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll approach one of the duo drones. Um, and I'll just sort of... Uh, how's he going to do this? 
<laughs> hey, you. I'll go walk up, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and very just sort of matter-of-factly, I will sort of say, state the coordinates of this place. Uh, the duodrone looks at you, it stops what it's doing. It's got, like, its body is segmented, a top part and a bottom part, so the legs stop, and the top part rotates towards you, and then the legs follow suit afterwards. Huh. Uh, it looks you up and down, uh, and lets out a... Uh, little, like, <laughs> computer sound. It's speaking Modron to you. Oh, uh, shit. Wait. Okay. Do any of us speak Modron? I do not. No! I don't, but Danny has to communicate with the... Uh, Mojons on the docks of Sigil all the time, so I assume that I've got some sort of like charades ability going in here. Could I? Try... Oh wait! Could I try you and interpret let... with like my understanding of how I've communicated I, with these guys honestly, in Sigil in the past? Honestly, I think the reason why my why Danny has such a hard <laughs> totally. time with the Mojons is because the Mojons are just misinterpreting everything that Danny is charading to them. Actually, I'm sorry. I, I'm gonna let Danny do that, but I would like to look at the Modron or the the Duodron that uh, Rilla just talked to and mind link with it. And be like, oh. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? <laughs> and give it, use my action to let it rep reply to me. We don't need oh. to share a language for this to work. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fantastic. Um, the duo drone looks confused because it has no idea where that's coming from. Uh, but uh, when asked a, a direct question uh, like that, it, it functions as intended. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> you hear currently at coordinates 0, 2, 1, dash, 2, 9, 2. Dash zero zero one. Thank you. I'll break off the link. All right, guys, I got it. <laughs> Danny is How like you... mid wild arm motion pointing at the ground. Do like, you speak... oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Do you speak the language of the Mojons? Uh, no, but uh, I think when we're in our heads, everyone kind of speaks the same language. Uh, so we're at zero two one two nine two zero zero one. Uh, is that helpful? Um. Could you continue to mind link with it, and then I'll I will. Uh, uh, well, for now, yeah. It's already uh, starting to walk away because it's it's assumed the I, conversation hey, is over. You come well, on. I mean, uh, state the units. Of, state the units of measurement faces. for the state the units of measurement for coordinate for for the coordinate system. Units. Oh, how how long? Yeah. How far apart are the? Nor thinks that every five feet is one block. Uh, oh, that seems <laughs> unlikely. Mm. <laughs> Spicy. Um, uh, yeah. If you are still mind-linked with it, uh, yeah. it will reply to you. Each coordinate is measured as 1,000 feet from Primus. Thank you. All right, uh, 1,000 feet blocks. So All right. we can figure out how far away we are from the coordinates you have pretty simply. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't find the coordinates for, for the, the place. <laughs> And I have you just listed up. Yeah, I mean, you just listed up a bunch of numbers. I'm not that <laughs> I, I assume uh, that it's just simple, simple multiplication to just essentially get to, to figure out where we need to go. Just a little trigonometry. The uh, uh, the coordinates you're trying to get to are zero zero eight four nine two negative seventy three. Okay. Oh, uh, and I guess one more question then for the duo drone. Who oh. is, assuming, who is <laughs> this poor duo drone just trying to do its job. <laughs> It's it walked away even further. <laughs> we can get this from another duo drone if we want. We don't need to keep harassing. Yeah, another one's coming by at this point. Yeah. They're doing rounds. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Two commands you said to the duo drone? Okay. State uh, they the can understand two yeah. yeah, they can understand two things at a time. Okay, then I will say, um, state the coordinates of this place and orient yourself in the direction of the positive axis for each uh, for each coordinate. 
uh, you see, I'm not going to repeat the numbers, but you see it right. does, and it orients you in the correct direction, so you understand the X, Y, and Z yeah. axes that you mean to be traveling along. Incredible. Okay, there we go. All right, Interesting. now we oh. have everything. And we ah, can... Guys, that was really smart. Thank you. Yeah. This place is simpler uh, than I thought. <laughs> you guys got the information yeah. that we need? Yeah. Nor, I'm an engineer. This is this is my bread and butter right here. You want to talk for, grass? For Let's do our it. listeners, Sophia as Danny is currently doing the YMCA. <laughs> I'm trying to do trades, but I, I can't. I don't want to get out I'm of my a, chair. I'm engineering. Yeah. And I was in right. film and right. You're, you're yeah. doing that at a Modron, and another one like walks up and looks at it. Both their big googly eyes roll to each other, and then they like gently raise their spears up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will, right. I will, Thanks I will just much, the ship and I will, we'll, we'll be I will on drag Danny along <laughs> yeah. with me. <laughs> Wait, don't we need the coordinates? Oh, no. Fantastic. Okay, wow. Excellent. So we know where we're going? Yeah, Super we got cool. it. Yes, we do. Yeah, you guys right. know exactly where we're going. Awesome. Uh, within, within a thousand, so, within a thousand feet, uh, yeah, within yeah. a thousand feet, a thousand foot, a thousand feet by a thousand feet, foot, we will, we will be yes. within our coordinates. Okay, um, what I'm going to need now is, because you guys know what you're doing, we're going to need, let's see, this is a question of measuring exact 1,000 feet as best you can, which is e pretty fairly easily doable between don't have the brains that you have on the ship, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and just keeping yourself oriented, understanding, so that you don't, you know, because there's gears everywhere, so you're going to, it's not just like move this number of feet on the x-axis and then go up on the z-axis and then over on the y yeah. it's you have to be shifting around stuff all yeah. the time so it's keeping everything in your head simultaneously uh to understand so this, I feel like this is going to be a combined check can i get an, an investigation and a survival check to run the math and to keep yourselves oriented in space uh it doesn't have to be from the same person this can be a group Kiana, effort can mm. you assist me uh, uh yes or, or finbar because I feel like Virla, I, I can do the invest... No. Uh, Virla has no idea what an investigation or survival check is. Virla can do the investigation check, I feel, pretty pretty solidly. Virla can the, yeah, the so. numbers. He can run the calculations. <laughs> also, are you, yeah, are you telling me... Let's call DC-15. Okay. okay. Yeah. Also, are you telling me of the, of the fucking Santa's list of things to be added to the ship? An odometer <laughs> isn't on this thing already? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> But there are doors that you guys <laughs> no don't know the location of. Baby has. Also, oh, if geez. I did the math right, we're going about 40 miles, but uh, that might not be correct. <laughs> All right, investigation. Ooh, yeah, natural 15 plus seven makes that a 22. Hell yeah. Ooh. Okay, that's investigation. Uh, can I get someone to make that survival check? I uh, assume it'll probably be Finbar. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing yeah. you got the best out of all of this. Uh, unfamiliar territory, but... Uh, Traversing environments is what I'm all about. Ooh, I rolled a 14, mm -hmm. but I will guide myself Ooh, uh, ah, ah. and add a d4 to that uh, to get us nice. over the hump. Uh, and I rolled a one. You're such confident adventurers. Yeah, so there's a couple times, Finbar. Finbar, you are kind of out of your element, so to speak, here. There are no Just, trees here. There's no... Yeah. There's, not only is there no nature, there's hardly... There's no ground. <laughs> like, there's very little to orient yourself with. But uh, your pixies, every now and again, you get kind of like um, a vertigo sensation, trying to keep it all straight. Mm -hmm. And your pixies are able to kind of like snap you back into it and uh, like whisper in your ear their little chime language <laughs> and keep you going. Tiny uh, little like, pixie uh, yeah, slap you know, like, across the face. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, Ginger's a spicy geez. one. <laughs> uh, also, I believe I, I do want to let our listeners know because uh, it wasn't brought up, but uh, I think it was Ginger was fired at the Yankee <laughs> ship during uh, during the chase yes. uh, and pulverized, sent back to the Feywild. She did rejoin uh, the group when they traveled back Aww. to Hillary and is once again part of the discussion. Uh, so if if if, yes. <laughs> if for the last month you've been really anxious about the fate of Ginger, rest easy. She's fine. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you guys are successful. So uh, you're able to navigate without uh, running afoul of any encounters. Are able to see uh, Mechanus in all of its glory. There yes. are some sights that you see while you're traveling. The gears are, for the most part, bare. Easily 95% of them, I'd say, are exactly what you'd expect being inside of a giant clockwork mechanism. But there are some sights. Uh, occasionally you run along, uh, you see a gear that is... Uh, to Finbar's delight, covered in trees, like there has been uh, land, uh, forests, and nature cultivated here, oh, uh, growing in God. the just. There is just a, a general. There's no sun. There's just a soft emanating light that kind of seems to fill the void. So shadows are sort of. Um, it's that case where uh, there's like lots of light sources. So shadows wherever you go are kind of like all around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see, there's some trees. Uh, you pass. There's uh, like a small kind of. Ta- town. It looks like a town. Uh, one giant gear that is kind of perpendicular to you, and you see uh, whatever beings may be there far off as they are, just sort of milling around, ants in the distance. You see at one point way off, uh, which you were able to avoid thanks to very high rolls, um, meeting the DC on both checks. Hmm. You see uh, a gear that see- seems to be Swiss cheese, much like the uh, the gear, uh, the cubes in Acheron, um, and there are what look like giant insects mm-hmm. like man-sized Bl- insects kind bugs? of flying in and out and some of them crawling along the holes <laughs> yeah hmm. but none uh, of these things come to bother you as you make your journey uh as we're Instead, like <laughs> oh sorry please go on no please you are traveling on the journey yeah uh on, this is like the coolest place danny's ever been and so um i don't think i'm gonna be successful but just like looking at all the gears, because we're in a giant machine essentially, I want to try and figure out what it does. Can Danny make some sort of intelligence check to figure out what Mechanus does? <laughs> Roll me that's a. Oh my god. That's a philosophy it's extreme, question. It's a, I don't think yeah, this is going a, to is get an answer, question. but I want I, to get, make sure that it is explicit that that is what Danny is trying to do right now. <laughs> I worry if you roll well Fantastic. enough, you'll see into the infinite and like <laughs> Danny achieves. Go speed. ahead and roll me. You've drunk. Roll the, me just an intelligence check. You've just you've, roll you've, me intelligence. Uh, you've drunk the solder. Nineteen. is <laughs> pretty good. Ooh. You gaze at it, take in the many sights, the gears, the cogs some the size of a person, others so massive they could be their own continents. You see the forests, the village, you see uh, some are scrapped, seem to be like scrapyards, and there's all sorts of variety of things. And you just let that ticking sort of exude into you. There is... There is something about this place. It's it's perfectly ordered, and uh, in fact, as you're Writing, you hear at one point there's a, a, a chime sounds twice, just a bong, bong, and then silence. The monodromes that kind of fly by in the distance seem to take notice of it as it happens. 
you're contemplating all of this. It's said by some philosophers who tend towards the school of law that Mechanus is the machine that runs the multiverse, that runs the planescape. Without it, uh, the great ordering of the wheel would fall into disarray. Chaos and order, good and evil would combine and mix much as the way that the elements do in the primordial chaos that forms the planes of air, fire, water, and earth. So, looking at the grandeur of all of it, with the 19, it's hard to see how that could be wrong. Like, some a machine of this intricate, perfect design with all of these facets, mm-hmm. how could it be doing anything less important than keeping the the multiverse in motion? How could How could law be anything but the truest, most pure form of enlightenment. I wonder if I could turn the thermostat of the universe up like a degree or two if I just like the right gear in here. That reminds me, actually, as as it's brought up, uh, light and shadow and cold and heat exist in equal parts here. So wherever you go, there are shadows and and light are perfectly in sync. Uh, there's a perfect even amount uh, it seems to stretch out from whatever shape is casting the shadow and wherever you go it seems to be just perfect temperature just huh. eh. I don't know what is like 63 degrees I don't I don't know what's a, it's a little chilly <laughs> not nah, this this 70 <laughs> something about this a natural it, it, it in your house right. 63 no is cold but outside 63 is warm mm-hmm. that's my take there's no breeze but yeah, there's no there's, sunlight there's this a, has been Austin's yeah. thermostat no corner <laughs> Now back to the show. <laughs> there was a moment when you were describing that Austin that I really thought that Danny would like finally tick over from chaotic into lawful. And no. And then she. And then and then Sophia's like, "Can I turn the thermostat up on the universe?" And no. Danny just right wants to the know world. the rules so she can break them. I want to know the true. rules or build so a I better can one. Them. I'm just wondering if like. If the great secret revelation is that this is all the inner workings of like some primordial being's coffee maker or something, and it all funnels it's down just... into a little drip right at the bottom, mm, we go for the full uh, Hitchhiker's Guide school of thought. Yeah. We're like, what if this was all nonsense? What if this was the most? Oh, mundane? I was thinking Men in Black. Ooh. Oh no. yeah. We're, we're all in the marble of aliens playing marbles. Right. It's just a, uh, <laughs> just a monodrome. With yeah. All this. The, the, Where's infinite, one monodrone yeah, just infinite staring at a wall scape. playing paddle ball? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> infinite, infinite clockscape uh, yeah. just to power the the simplest being. <laughs> anyway, uh, Danny, uh, you yeah. sit and marvel on all this. Virla and Finbar, you guide the journey. Uh, is Kiana up to anything during this, or just taking in another exciting new yeah. sp- place to to experience this place is definitely interesting this is more in the uh nice place to visit but probably don't want to live here uh camp in my book it's just it's it's a little bit um structured for my tastes and it kind of feels like uh if you've seen one part of it you can kind of infer what the rest of it looks like but i'm having a good time uh and i I, like keep kind of looking over at danny who's just like staring at the same patch of non-horizon being like it's full of gears i'm like "Ah, she's having fun (laughs) yeah i'm like halfway over the railing i got my hands on the edge (laughs) yeah everyone's i'm just kind of like making sure she's not falling off the edge other than that just keep making sure we're going in the right direction money plug is like holding on to the edge of my coveralls it's fine (laughs) Yeah. Plug is having a full-blown existential crisis trying to keep you walking off the edge, and you're just like, oh, everything makes sense now. Yeah, him being in this giant machine is like you guys being inside of, like, some dead god or something. That'd be it's crazy. our shrink down oh, yeah, and go totally inside wild. our friend to save them from a mysterious disease episode. 
It's a Season stop. Two, oh my god! <laughs> Don't even get me started on Journey to the Center of the Android. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking Osmosis Jones. That's yes. the name of the yes. comic book uh, issue. Hmm. Phineas and Ferb. Oh no, we were. Oh, Journey to the Journey to the Center of Candace. There's an episode of that too. Mm, yeah, the Journey to the Center of Candace. Uh, fantastic. So you guys travel, taking away... Uh, in fact, actually, Kiana, that's a good insight. If you've seen a bit of it, you've seen it all. Uh, Mechanus is... I think it... I'd have to double-check this. Uh, if it's not the only one, it's one of a few planes that is a single layer. Hmm. So most planes have multi-layers. For example, there are the nine hells. There are nine layers there. Seven heavens of Mount Celestia. So that's a seven-layered plane. The abyss is famously infinite, infinite. layered. Yeah. Oh, Supposedly. Right. Uh, Three layers of the beast but, lands. The nine Yeah, hills, so on so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Mechanus is a... Mechanus is but a single layer. Uh, so there is... It is relatively easy to get around in the sense that you can't plane shift to higher or lower layers. You can only get into the entry layer. In mm. Mechanus, it's all the entry layer. So... Ah. As you make your way through, uh, you eventually come to what you have carefully calculated to be your destination. You see a giant uh, bronze cog about the size of mm, maybe it's like a couple football stadium size put together. Like it's pretty big, but it's not it's not, you know, continent sized Mm -hmm. Um, on it near like covering uh, a good portion, but uh, not 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 like half of it or anything like that. You see a. Uh, a squat sort of tower it's it's clearly got levels to it but maybe only like three to four it has a beautiful bronze and uh stone outwork you see the towers kind of rise up in fact it is semi gear shaped with eight sort of tower facets so to speak surrounding it so uh it's it's round but it has like these eight kind of tower yeah crenellations coming uh, and surrounding it, so it has this this kind of wavy outside that almost looks like a gear. Mm. Uh, in front of what is clearly the doorway, you see a beautiful archway of like vine thickness, like a couple inches thick, uh, golden wires that Ooh. have been uh, bent into this like beautiful awning sort of situation. Uh, it has these like pewter facets in the design of the building. And as you set the ship down, you can hear there's almost like a faint humming coming from the area. Uh, if you would like to disembark, you have made it to the location specified by the coordinates discovered by Virla. Woohoo! My, my first thought, as, as Virla dismounts and leaves the ship, uh, does the Paraspora look anything at all like this this environment? Mm. Like this immediate... Ooh, aesthetic-wise? Uh, Paraspora is yeah. steampunky, but there is not necessarily a unifying design that you see here. Uh, okay. Um, it's a good thought, though. Does this mm. place look like it's actively like in use? Are there any sort of like Modrons or people around? Or is it more of like it's ticking away, but it's sort of abandoned? Situ- like it looks kind of relatively empty or autonomous. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, yeah. Danny, I'll make a perception check. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, natural one, um, but oh, minus no. one, so that's zero. No! Okay. Nice. Ah. You hit your head Danny, on the mast. This is a beautiful piece of machinery that uh-huh. you're looking at and of amazing construction of this building. Oh no! That's all you're thinking about. Yeah. Wow. Look at this. She's so she's funny. in full. It's full of stars mode. And Danny, Danny, keep. Let's keep moving. Let's what? keep what? moving. Oh, come on. Oh, all right. Come on. All right. 
But yeah, Vera will, will head towards what the, the closest thing he can find to an entrance. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Hell yeah. There is, in fact, under this awning, a door. Um, so they do arched. have doors here. Okay. Yes. <laughs> arched. <laughs> Can't assume anything in the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> that, that lock made out of that same kind of pewter. Um, and it's the lock is maybe the size of a small dinner plate hmm. with a keyhole in it. Does it look at all like the door that we saw when we were uh, dead god hunting? In the throat of the dead god. Oh. Oh. Um, actually, oh. Uh, it's it's got a similar design, but it's not the exact same door. Oh, okay. 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 Well, that one was just yeah, open, right? I don't... <laughs> In other words, uh, good, I... good insight. This it, it makes sense that there's a connection here, but you're not staring literally at the door that led to that room you entered. Okay, fair enough. You stand the ticking emanating from all around you and the lights sort of humming coming from the building. What would you like to do? Uh, I want to walk up and try and open the door. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. All right. It appears to be locked. Uh, you go, push, it does appear to be locked. Mm. Yep. Daddy will like, have a single start to bring in this out party. the multi-tool unless anyone else has better ideas. Uh, well, it's either that or one of us breaks it, so. It was like, I guess my past will remain a mystery. Yeah, no, he barely has nothing. Uh, that uh, Fitbar so will you... knock. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You knock. Wait, knock or uh, do the spell knock that automatically opens the door? No, no, I will with my physical hand. <laughs> politely, okay. Politely knock on the door and say, uh, "Howdy, anybody home?" <laughs> you knock as you touch the door. Uh, you feel that faint vibration from the metal. Seems to be almost humming. There's huh. a doom, doom, doom. That echoes clearly the space inside, this large and probably stone or, or metal or something, because you can hear the faint echo inside, but mm -hmm. no one calls back to you. Hmm. Anyone well, have any it, better ideas? Because if not, and Danny no will like answer. wiggle yeah, the multi-tool. I can try punching it, but the tool is probably a better idea. <laughs> yeah, Vero will try uh, letting Danny. I cast go. knock! <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> Alright. Uh. Sensing that the group is going for some more subtlety, I will not cast a firebolt at the lock and instead will try and oh, turn geez. my multi-tool into a set of thieves' tools and try and uh, pick the lock. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> like the, uh, the cyborg's hand in, uh, that, uh, uh, said National Treasure, Treasure Planet. Like the Cyborg's Hand, Treasure Planet, the multi-tool sort of like flips through in your hand to several different things, like a little saw, and then it's like a little grabby thing, and then, yeah, the set of Thieves' Tools expands out, ready to be used. You're about to see a street teen at her finest. All right. Riff, riff. Uh, I guess this now typically it uses dexterity. I'm going to say use dexterity, but you still get double your proficiency bonus on this. Yeah, so... Uh, 13 plus 4, so that is 17. Yes, so <laughs> 21 something. 21. You come in, and that's a really good check, but this lock is... Uh, go, go ahead and roll me an Arcana check as you're trying to pick this lock. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. Plus 6, so 7. Uh, this lock's really hard, man. This oh, lock no. is really hard, man. <laughs> like, you're doing a good job, and it, it's not going anywhere. Mm. I have one thing more to try. It is not directly to open it, but perhaps it can provide more insight. Um, I would like to summon Bing. <gasps> Bing! Uh, 
the little orb. I can place it within 60 feet of me, but it doesn't say that it has to be within sight. So I would like to just put it like a foot past past the door, um, and then I'll look into it and see what I see. Fantastic. Uh, Yeah, Bing uh, manifests inside the room his little sphere body and slowly rolls in. The chamber is circular inside. The walls curve away, and the whole room is emanating a soft glow from the polished bronze walls. There is a small, narrow staircase that goes upwards, um, sort of Fibonacci style, where it's like accelerating, so it starts very shallow, and then it gets steeper and steeper. And you see at a part where it's starting to get so steep that you're thinking, that's this is a in, like a non-functional staircase. It just sort of disappears into a kind of like soft glowing pool of light. Hmm. It's like the DNA okay. of the universe, man. Oh no. <laughs> turning oh, turning shit. around. Uh, <laughs> I assume that there isn't just like a very convenient button on the ground that Bing can press on. But uh, is there any way? Is, is it a, uh, a lock? That's actually a good question. Door? Can Bing? Oh. Can Bing interact with the environment? Uh, it last, is. It time. says that it's intangible, but it says that it can't pass through objects. So I don't uh, really know how you would how you would rule that. That if it would experience some sort of resistance, that its environment would also. Yeah, experience. I think like a video game glitching out. It can't move through <laughs> objects, but it. Uh, yeah, it can't physically interact with the world. It is. Okay. Fair I enough. guess Magic it could manifest. It could right. cast a spell out through the door. Well, I'm getting frustrated uh, with this freaking lock. That's true. So if you have no some one... sort of spell, go ahead. I go can, ahead, yeah. make an investigation check for me if Ooh. you can see. And uh, sure. And then also, I'm we'll, sorry. Uh, be- before we start chucking fireballs at this door, uh, <laughs> dumb question: Are there any windows anywhere on the surface that look like they might? Oh, that's not function? a dumb question. That's a really smart question. Oh, well, that's a question that too few players ask. No windows. No windows. It's okay. A good question. There are no windows. Okay. Investigation is a fifteen. Investigation is fifteen. Uh, is your con- your construct is not considered a creature, right? No, that doesn't sound like it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. It doesn't have a stat block. Nope. Yeah, correct. So it's not a creature. Uh, yeah, you look around. There are doors, but an investigation check shows you this place to be exactly. You don't see any levers or buttons other than the door can be opened. Uh, the investigation mm. check shows you exactly what you expected. The doors are closed, by the way. Oh, right. right. Okay. Daddy's, right. like, crouched in front of the lock, like, grumbling to herself, really frustrated, sensing that this is going nowhere. I'm going to try casting <laughs> a firebolt at it to try and break the lock. Absolutely not. No. No? Bing, no! No? Mm-mm. Yes? Bing can't take damage. Um, Bing's fine. <laughs> Bing is an orb. <laughs> Orbs yeah. aren't automatically immune to damage. Is this a normal this lock, or is this a magical one? Mm-hmm. Well, according to my arcana check, uh, it's nonsense is what it is. (laughs) I do have detect magic, yes. Oh. If you want to pop that. Um, So it's like, now, I don't know too much about trees and not too much about magic, but I know magic when I see one, and I'm going to cast detect magic as one of my uh, furbolg racial traits. Um, So, the entire building is gently warded with an abjurative field, but the mm. lock especially has an extra level of abjuration around it. Even, you know, as a, if you share this with the group, Noir, uh, yeah. as Virla, it's probably a, an arcane lock. This is probably just a reinforced magically lock that you're dealing with. Ah. 
Kira has nothing that can undo that, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, the, the orb is there on the other side in case that there's anything we want Like, I can cast spells, I can move, but I can't interact, so if the door's closed, then the door's closed. And I can try to punch it, but we haven't tried that yet. In Virla's mind, we went through a very logical process of, like, we tried, you know, the, the very polite. We went from very polite to increasingly more chaotic, and so, you know, <laughs> the natural conclusion is that we'd start casting spells at this thing until it breaks, so Virla would uh, step aside what's... and just kind of let whatever happens, happen. Just, no, that's 200% metagaming. Oh, God. Um, what is it? Mind. Tell me, and I'll, I'll, I'll let mean, you know if it's metagaming. I, I, I was wondering, what's the highest possible uh, Danny can roll on her lock tools check? Because, um, um, uh, did you, uh, you didn't use a guidance on her. I, I, I know. I'm like, let's, we can reroll and Fimbar for the first time in a very long time will encourage Danny <laughs> to try to get through this lock. <laughs> All right. So off. here's what I'm going to do Wally, roll me a wisdom check, DC 10, just to see if you would have, like, thought of it while she's still working on it. Otherwise, mm -hmm. she's going to have to reroll. Okay. And potentially uh, a lot worse. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's a 12. Cool, yeah. 12, so yeah. while she's working on it still, uh, with a 21 representing your best attempt at it, you can give her guidance. Go ahead and roll the d4. Okay. Four. Oh! Wow. The DC was 25. You needed the four <gasps> hey. on the dice. Oh. Oh. Please narrate this moment to me, Finbar. You're going to go over and uh, cast so guidance. So Finbar... Uh, <laughs> Detect Dang. magic, his eyes so, sort of uh, light up a little bit, and he's looking at this lock, and the thought's like, oh, magic, I don't, I don't really like this place. But <laughs> we came all this way to help Alvirla. Uh, Danny, we, we need you to get through this. Uh, and he puts his hand on her shoulders like, I know you got this. Aww. Uh, and uh, pumping that extra guidance. Uh, Danny was Danny, in you're... the zone, and so Finbar putting a hand on her shoulder, like jostles her, and in jostling her hands, and that's when the lock clicks into place. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really you good hear job! The lock picks find purchase. The whole thing uh -huh. rotates thirty degrees, and the doors swing silently open into the interior. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, your awakened spellbook just. Waiting there for you. Oh, hey, <laughs> sitting, sit, Just sitting in the middle of the room, staring out, waiting for you guys to enter. The mastermind! Bing the whole time! <laughs> the big bad evil guy! Uh, point of order, also, um, Plug <gasps> is back on the ship, because pretty much every time we go off into a plane, I leave him behind to guard the ship. Um, so Plug is not here. Bing is the little dude that we have. Okay. Perfect. He does own the oh, ship, man. after all. Yes, it is yes. Plug's vessel. Can't wait to kill that cat. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Alright, uh... How dare... Okay, welcome to the mysterious any of, dome. Any of the doors work? <laughs> yeah, what is this place? You okay? So you guys walk in. Uh, yeah. As you step through, there is uh, a faint. The first foot that steps through, uh, you hear a ping, 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 ah, ping sound uh, as uh, the alarm spell is set off. Uh, okay. Uh, there's you. Uh, I assume you guys are you all like entering in. Yeah. Yes. We don't have any rogues to yeah. tell us that that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Next campaign, we're all playing bards guys... and rogues to compensate for the weaknesses of this <laughs> campaign's party. Oh no. 
the doors close suddenly behind you. Oh, no. And uh, a shadow from the light above uh, forms on the ground and then begins to widen as a shape descends. Uh, You Hmm. see a mechanite-like Virla, but uh, his, his metal plating, gold dressed in blue and gray robes, floating down. The voice sounds out. Interlopers, <gasps> you would find a dour enemy in Maxim. Who Maxim? would assault my saint? Virla. What? This is oh. surprising. <laughs> Did the password I supplied to you not disarm the ward as I had intended? The oh. uh, mechanite <laughs> softly alights on the ground in front of you and approaches metal feet on metal sounding through the hall. He looks to the other three of you and says, and who are these who are with you? His name Where's is Maxim, he said? Yeah, Maxim. Well, what, Maxim. He's using, he's using a lot of fancy words. <laughs> he's using uh, a lot of fancy words. What, what is he saying? Also, very important question. Are his robot eyes red or not? <laughs> and do they, they are not red. Are they glowing Good. in a color I trust that looks implicitly. like... The, are they glowing like a particular shade of blue that looks like, in a pinch, it could shift to be red where we didn't do anything wrong? What? What, <laughs> what does that mean? What you, you know, like in every... Because, vi- you know... Robots with red eyes are always evil, so like uh, in every video game, the good guy robot that ends up betraying you always starts with like blue glowy eyes and just shifts into evil when they get like the guardians in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it like what? They can't be cyan because cyan is too close to immediately switching to red. Yeah. Sure. What? It's shorthand. I don't know. They're white. They're glow- oh. They're glowing white. Oh no! We can't get a read on him at all. <laughs> he's true neutral. Oh wait, he's true oh. neutral. Dup. <laughs> oh, everything makes sense now. We're just Here having a sl- step forward. Yes, um, yes. And sort of speak on behalf of the group. My apologies, Maxim. In truth, I will be upfront with you. My crew has disappeared. This was some time ago that I know not. I have been severely damaged. Many of my data spheres have been taken, and so as such, much of my memory of this place has been taken as well. I do not know you, but it seems as though we once did, and I am sorry that I cannot extend the same greetings to you. I came here searching for answers about my crew. These people um, have been traveling with me and have been helping me in the interim, and they have agreed to help me with this and I owe them for that. They are not enemies, but if you wish to judge us and me on our current merit, so be it. The face stares at you, the eyes blink. Uh, No emotion showed for full, like, three, four, five seconds after you finish speaking. And then the head (laughs) cocks a little bit to the side. These are harsh tribulations you speak of. In truth, I knew little of your crew. But you spoke highly of them. Aww. I am. My that is all I can say of them. For your loss. And for Thank your you. current situation. Hey. It seems that the hands of fate have brought you back. Perhaps I might be of assistance, putting things how they should be. How may I, I be of service to you? Could you start by explaining what you do? And what I did here, because I don't know. 
<laughs> Back to basics, I would seem. Very well. Yes. Please. <laughs> Welcome to my sanctum. Before you tread any further, I must insist upon learning each of your names, however. Oh, Mila? Yeah. He gives a slight bow and says, You have already answered such questions. I have what I require of you. You may proceed. He turns to yeah. Danny first. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Daughter of primordial chaos. Whoa. What is your name? Uh, hi, I'm Danny. Your full name. It's just, um, just Danny. <laughs> Curious. If, if, if that is so, you may proceed. Yeah, that is... <laughs> That's that's the truth. So Daniel just walk on forward. Riff raff, street <laughs> raff. <laughs> uh, a slight judgy uh, look on a otherwise uh, just an, a flat, inscrutable face, and yet somehow it's judgy. Uh, he steps to Finbar next. Son of Fairy and Newton, what is your name? Uh, uh, my name is uh, Finbar. You're a fool. <laughs> oh, you, you want the whole? Surnames? You want the whole thing? Uh, all right, okay. It, it's Finbar, Brusa, the Chase, uh, Hunter of Hunkiln, uh, and Artisan of the Searing Flame. Excellent. It seems at least one of you knows how to make an introduction. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all a bit fancy. I don't like saying the whole thing. I can oh, make up a surname if you want a surname. <laughs> it would be a lie. Be disappointed with Danny Bone Steel. <laughs> if it is not your true name, it would be of no consequence or significance. Oh boy. And you. Uh. Well, this daughter is a little... of the Prime Material. Yep. What is your name? Uh. It's Kiana, and before you ask, I don't know if there's a surname attached. It was kind of an orphan situation. <laughs> Do none oh, of yeah, us have surnames? Wait, none of us have surnames. Finbar's the only well-adjusted person in this group. I'm so, well, we can't all have parents, okay? <laughs> Y'all met my family. They, they, they all nice people. Yeah. Finbar's got enough family for the rest of us. Yeah. It appears certain things run thematically true through the <laughs> Very well. Kiana. Yep. Of unknown last name. Yes. Proceed. Okay. Kiana. He motions so and a door to his right opens into one of the adjacent towers. Okay. Kiana, field required last name. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh... I'm just gonna let Maxim do his thing. I'm not gonna try and overstep any bounds. Just this guy's got a killer in. voice. If he turns out to not be evil at all, it's almost a waste. <laughs> like Optimus Prime <laughs> up in here. Yeah, it's like you, yeah, you get I'm like- I'm thinking Optimus Prime. So we're yeah, or like you get Keith David to voice him and he's not even a little evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he motions and you enter into a room that is now, to some of you familiar once to Virla, thrice so you've now seen it. Yeah, okay. The uh, rows of spheres. Hmm. Um, Whoa! He says, I dedicated this room to studies of the discussions we had and the things that you supplied to me to look into. There is only appropriate that we discuss your past here. Whoa. Please, be seated. I am told it is of comfort to most. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I was very intimidated by all of this. I'm sorry, um, did the rest of us know that the place where we fought that 
weird no. illusion monster was like just this place? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I think I Virla didn't share. Yeah, okay. Virla will very quickly. Uh, I've got like the equations yeah, no, in front no, of my we, head. Like, what does it mean? <laughs> we've been here before. Why, Where's why the monster? Why are we in this, why are we in this again? I should explain, and I sort oh. of, sort of cheat to both Maxim and, and the group. The thing that led me, the thing that led me to the sanctum was the encounter that we had, and so I sort of turned to Maxim. We were on a mission to retrieve the heart of a dead god, and in doing so, we had encroached upon the domain of a Balhanoth. Uh, I had not known what I had not known the nature of what a Balhanoth does, but in 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 my subsequent researches, they create realities. It seems as though my theory is that this Balhanath had, pluck, had plucked this setting from my memory and had used it to lure us into a false sense of security. And so, inadvertently, my crew here, my friends, are familiar with this place. Although the place that they knew was only a cheap facade of this. Interesting. A Balhanath is no small foe. Perhaps I misjudge you by your appearance and actions to this point. Oh. You must clearly be well outfitted and capable. Uh. Indeed, you speak truth. <laughs> Balhanaths are creatures pulled from a realm beyond our own. Huh. Typically, they abide in the material plane to find one in the astral sea I have not seen a record of, but they lure their victims in like a spider to a web by using memories against them fabricating a reality where they might feel comfortable. I am almost flattered you felt this way. I, f I feel this way now. It is the closest link that I have to finding my crew. But I must ask, what were the circumstances under which we came to you the first time? The coordinates of this place were written on my arm long ago, so it must have been you at the time. You did not disclose how you found the location, but you sought me out, Vera. You were a chronicler of the ship known as Paraspera. Oh, good. A scribe for them. Out of professional courtesy, I did not ask much of your mission, but you revealed to me that your purpose on the ship was recording information. You sought out one such as myself. Forgive me. I am Maxim, and I am an anthropologist of sorts. I seek Ooh. to understand the peoples of the planescape. Ooh. And their histories. Makes it the fact that you were making you fun of our we lack could discuss of last names topics. a real dick move if you study the people Wait. of the universe. What? Well, if you say that out loud, I'm bonking you on the head. <laughs> it makes it harder to look us up. It makes sense. <laughs> Does Danny say that? No. <laughs> I. Does Danny, a, say Danny that? would Does like mumble Sophia, that. Danny, that? <laughs> Danny mumbles that under her breath. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Maxim's head turns sharply. He says. I keep my own name secret from you for the same reason I demand yours. My safety. Oh. And I ask for your last name because names have power, especially here in a realm of law. Should you turn against me in whatever way, your name is insurance. That's interesting. I think. He turns back to Vila. Apologies. You understand I must keep safety as... And if, as you said is true, you have lost much of your memory, I do not know whether to trust openly these three you bring with yourself. I understand. I also hope that you understand that the names we provide is no insurance for your safety at all. If Whoa. you lay a hand on these people, 
I have no intention of losing a second crew. Ooh! Professionals always. <laughs> it seems little has changed from you, Mirla. Now, if you would like, we can discuss what I know of you before the unfortunate events that have passed. And perhaps you can help me fill in the gaps of what had happened since. Uh, I mean, I guess Let I'll, I'll, yes. I'll recount <laughs> the events of what happened, just sort of, it's really not much to explain. There was a, there's a Githyanki attack, and then when I came to, the, the, the crew was gone. Githyanki attacks on the Astral Sea are not uncommon. In fact, they grow. I fear their queen, the Lich Vlaketh. Lich? Grows restless, requires more quarry for her warriors to hunt. Likely, after so many years of a single monarch, she is beginning to worry about the grasp of her power. But, in this situation, that is neither here nor there. Githyanki rarely take captors. If it is truly Githyanki that took your ship, I'm sorry, their fates seem dark. I have made my peace with that. What... What strikes me as curious is that if they take no captives, they left no indication of corpse. Curious indeed. Perhaps trophies? It is not unheard of for a Githyanki warman to partake in such an activity. But to do it so clearly. If you would like, I shall look into that, uh, some of the known uh, tales and recountings of Githyanki attacks. Perhaps there is some information we gleaned from historical texts to apply to your case. I would appreciate that. But, uh, please, Certainly. tell me. Yes. Backstory uh, dump. Backstory dump. Forgive me. I have a penchant for mock lore, 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 lore. <laughs> if, if we're about no, to lore bad. We want data, a, a not lore. Is there, a, is there a kitchen in this place? I could whip something all up for y'all so... Your tummies don't get I grumbly. require neither food nor water. I apologize, but of course no not. services such that in my sanctum. Backstory away then. He motions yeah. you guys all sit down on couches. He sits on a single uh, stool that he places a hand out and a mage hand grabs and lifts over to him. He sits, places hands folded, and unmoving recounts what he knows. You came to me seeking one that you could converse with on matters of history and arcane knowledge of the planescape. You are a chronicler, so you revealed to me. And I myself a chronicler of sorts as well. Our relationship was professional. We discussed many things. You had a particular interest on the history of our people. In fact, it is why you originally sought me out. He uh, pauses for a moment and then uh, reaches out a hand. Another mage hand goes uh, and grabs uh, a book, a sort of journal of sorts, and comes floating over to him. He starts flipping through. I chronicled some of what we discussed for later investigation. You were curious about certain origins of our people. Such things for many of the races of the Planescape are, as you, I'm sure you are aware, clouded in mystery. 
The elves have long lives and so long memories. Their origins are well documented. Most races are not so lucky. The Mechanites among them. You are particularly curious. Um, he turns to a page. And says, uh, about a certain pejorative word that has largely fallen out of fashion, but that you found in some records. The word was warforged. Seems to be an ancient word used to describe the people of Mechanus. I suppose it fell out of fashion for being inaccurate, but you had put forth a theory perhaps that there was a tie to Acheron. I should say, this was a theory that you had heard, perhaps. There was a tie that the Mechanites had originated from some planar connection between the world of law and its adjacent eternal battlefield that Warforged was a result of these origins. But, at further discussions, you came to me with a particular theory. Uh, He closes the book and uh, places his hands out and says... Your theory was that perhaps the origins of the Mechanites were even more arcane and inscrutable. He places his hands together and then casts them wide apart swiftly. He casts a major illusion. And you see in front of you like a hologram, a sea of, in a circle, outside a sphere of stars, and then inside roiling energy flame, water, earth, air, all boiling together. Uh, he turns to the three who are not Virla and says, <laughs> how familiar are you with the origins of our planescape? Um, That's a good... Oh, where, where, <laughs> where it all comes from? I, I have no idea. I didn't know it existed more than two weeks ago. Danny will try and touch the fire the illusion and assuming that it's not hot, we'll immediately <laughs> recoil our hand and be like, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just an illusion. Your hand passes through it. Yeah. He says, then this should be enlightening. Yes. Yes. Early, it is said that great power sang the universe into existence. The domain of the gods. And here, the astral sea, the the black with uh, speckled with stars kind of flashes. And within it, the primordial chaos of churning elements. We do not have time to discuss all of the many wars all of the many players that enacted upon these two realms, but the Astral Sea was the home to the gods that rose, and the primordial chaos, the home to the primordials. The Dawn War sought them pitted against each other, and as it progressed, they each changed their birthing grounds. And here you see the map of the Planescape as you know it, solidifies along the astral sea along the edge you see the circles of the outer planes and within the elemental chaos it calms down turns into just one circle uh uh, like a hollow circle and you see water earth fire air in that order now now with order to them and within it a little little circle of the prime material plane appears (laughs) the chaos cooled into what we now know as the Prime, and the gods forged their own domains to align with their ethical outlooks. The war was fought and won by the gods, although some 
children of the primordials still walk among us. And he nods at Danny. Hey. Yep. It is said that these are the worlds. And yet, we know that there are some that come from without. You have encountered at least one of these. A Balhanath, known as an aberration and alien to our universe, come from a place without that does not fit into the Great Order, known as the Far Realm. Virla, you suspected that where there might be one other world, there might be a hundred. <gasps> oh. The, everything collapses down, uh, and he says, I asked many times what brought you to this conclusion. You would not say. But I did investigations of my own. He turns and motions to you. See, there's a, a, a circle of runes etched on the floor, which you saw the first time, surrounded by now uh, stumped and burnt out candles. Um, you saw the, uh, on the floor the first time you entered this place in the, the belly of the dead god. Though it was difficult, I was able to summon one of the demons known as a Sybarex here. The interrogation lasted three days, but I conversed with the Tanari, or so I thought to be a Tanari, and learned something interesting. The demons hold among them legend that some of their elders are not Tanari, not birthed of the eternal abyss, but rather from some other dying universe. They call themselves Ogriths. And you see, uh, he spins the major illusion again. You see uh, the Sybrex, which is a massive, like, Modok kind of looking creature. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, huge head, tiny arms, bulbous eyes, uh, a uh, teeny arms and legs just floating. The head, though, is massive and pulsating and green and tied, what? like, Ugh. held, yeah. contained things, with chains wrapped around it to oh, keep yeah. the force of the massive head from like, just exploding outward. Uh, uh, the mouth is crooked and sagging and just horrible thick black slime drips from it inside rows of jagged teeth. Uh, it flashes again. You see bird-like, horrible uh, being clad in robes uh, covering it, its face except for the beak that extends out. Um, he closes it. It says... They claim that they are of different ancestry from without, that they came to our planescape from a dying world, seeking to expand the elemental evil within it for their own consumption. As we know, that failed. Chaotic evil is contained to the abyss, although its many layers continue to grow. But if this is true, as far as the demons are to be believed, it does lend credence to the theory that there are, in fact, other worlds to be discovered, and that in the past, other beings might have pilgrimaged here, seeking a new home. This is what I know of what you were working on upon the ship Peraspora. This is all news to me. And yet it is comforting to know that even in my state before, I wish to know who I was, and to an extent, who the world, what the world used to be. 
So you were seeking out new life and new civilization? Yeah. Boldly, Boldly going, going where no men where no mechanite had gone before. Hey, I pitched D and D Cowboy Bebop, and you guys gave me all explorers and no no rugged whatever you know no mercenaries or anything. Very noble. So you want to be Star Trek? It's Star Trek. He says. Oh, actually. Wow. One more thing. Just uh, one more thing. One more thing. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my god, he... Halfling Columbo. <gasps> it's so weird. Uh, he, uh, the, the mage hand comes out, grabs um, off the table something round, clutched uh, this mage hand, brings it to him, and takes it. Uh, he says, The data spheres yes. were something of your invention that you bestowed upon me. Curious. It is useful to have such a method of record keeping, though I do not like to rely on them for my own personal memories. But, though they're of your invention, their design was not entirely of your own, so you told me. He places it on the table and rolls it to you. You grab it, and it look, you pick it up. It is indeed, it looks like a data sphere, but far more refined than one you've ever seen. Inside of it, the usual like little etchings seem to be layered and layered and layered, and they are they are just light. So it's like these eternal, it, it, it's like a shifting pattern inside, uh, sort of like uh, Age of Ultron, looking at the, the Jarvis brain. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah cool. Mm. Imagine that, but it's arcane runes all over that are like shifting inside of this sphere. Is this to suggest that this is not one of my own creation, or is this just like a one that's seen a lot more use? You told me that you found this one and based your design off of it. When you found it, it was corrupted and left it in my care to investigate, see if more could be gleaned from it, a more perfected design made. In exchange, I gifted you something of my own design. Uh, and he's not, he says, I see you now carry it on your back. Ooh. Tell me, how well do the clock of the, the staff of the clockwork swarm fare you? It has been reliable on many occasions. It is safe to say that in no, in lack of a better word, when things turn shit-faced, I bring up the bugs. <laughs> I can't believe this uh, guy is even well, a bug guy. <laughs> it was not created to be f a fact-finding artifact. No. Do you mind if I investigate it? Yeah, by all means. I, I give you it hand over. it to him. He opens it. Uh, a single mechanical wasp crawls on his finger. He says, Wasps. Fascinating, are they not? Part of a larger system. Each would die for the other. And yet they survive on. One of the few things in nature I can fathom. Hmm. This man is. Forgive me, I have a habit of going on my own philosophical tangents. Um, that sort of like wasp comment is just hitting in Sophia's head like supervillain. Could I insight check him? Just sort of like as a vibe check. <laughs> That I just, that I just uh, give yeah, him my You, you oh, don't no. trust the the lone robot philosopher with the voice that's like three sub basements down. Anyone who likes <laughs> bugs that much is just one one bad day away <laughs> from going full Lex Luthor. Okay. Um, no, no, guys, he's okay. His eyes are white. It's not red or anything. Uh, it's yeah, fine. yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Dirty twenty. Oh, nice. thank you. Dirty goodness. twenty. You uh, look at him and read him. 
uh, with a dirty 20, you see no malice. You just see a person who you realize probably hasn't left. You Like, you realize you haven't <laughs> seen anyone else in this place. There's no oh, other automatons or anything. crazy. You see someone who hasn't left this place in a long time being philosophical about the understanding of a world. Uh, uh, like, being philosophical about the world outside that he can't, that he is just, like, unmoored from. You don't get out well, much, Well, I guess do that you? makes sense. Oh, I can relate. I, I have relate. not left the Sanctum in some 13 years. Huh. 13 years, 3 months, 21 days. Yep. And how- 14 hours, and <laughs> how, 19 how long, how long ago yeah, did Virla yeah, uh, come see yeah, you? <laughs> what did it, yeah, how long was that? Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Virla in 19 months, four days. Oh, oh this is recent hours. shit. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Virla thought he's been like drifting in the Astral Sea for like decades. Oh, oh okay. Cool. Okay. I've never seen a robot visibly relaxed before. <laughs> he like sighs and all the steam comes out of some like vents on the yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, all right. Wow. Okay, cool. I did not realize that that would be information so comforting, otherwise I would have led with it. <laughs> yeah, you should work on your I did not realize it was information. I did yeah. not realize it was information I needed. Yeah. I'm in practice wow. of many things. Manner is not one of them. Forgive me. Mm. The sphere. I was in contact with uh, an, another professional acquaintance from the Tencendent Academy. Mm. I had them investigate it. It is, as you had already discovered, uh, an artificial intelligence gathering uh, system. I'm told that the thaumaturgic code was largely corrupted, but salvageable. Much of the memory of it has been wiped, but I'm told its memory storage now is far greater than any memory sphere you have yet developed. He is, by the way, he has placed the the staff and the sphere down on the table, like, next to each other. Ah. Like, there's, like, um... I I think you get to pick. You're you're both discussing, Mm. like, yeah, what's going on here. Like, the Wizard of Oz, Um, here, like, it's gifted the brain that he had all along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I sort of start gesturing to it and, and say, you said that... Sorry, did you say that the data is now... Some data has been uncorrupted? Or it is vi- or that's viable now as its own memory sphere. I'm told it is viable as a memory sphere. Uh, capable of storing some greater than seven hundred years worth of recorded memory, I'm told. Well, I have not correct- attuned to it myself. As you had correctly deduced, using data spheres to store one's own memory has proved to be crippling. However, if I can, and I sort of just, and I sort of like, I don't know, like, rotate it, uh, a, a Yorick it. I, I last for Yorick it. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you look can, into it. Uh, it's yeah. beautiful. You see, now that you see it, you see exactly what, Yeah. You, you realize what you probably felt the first time you saw it, which is amazement, beauty, you see the rudimentary understanding of how it works, and you begin to have. You're like, "Oh, I know how mine work. I see how I would have gotten this. Yeah, mm. I would have gotten that from this. But this is way beyond what I could do." Ah. Uh. I suppose you truly cannot beat the originals, and I'll sort of, <laughs> I sort of gesture like, "Can I? 
Can I pocket this? I want to pocket this. Can I pocket this? Uh, it is yours. We made a bargain that I would investigate it. Uh, on that note, the name that is stamped into it. And you see he motions now, and as you turn it over, there's on very tiny on a brass outfitting, you see there's a word stamped into it, and it says, Property of House Caneth. He says, I was unable to learn of any Caneths. I looked into perhaps it was some derivation from some noble house of Cania, one of the layers of Bator, the Nine Hells, but I was not able to discover anything of significance there would point to it. I'm afraid uh, that remains a mystery yet. Uh, question. If you if you unscramble yes. the words from Caneth, does it spell out Kiana? <laughs> hey, there's no TH in there. <laughs> Uh, no, I'll send it to you. Uh, I have yes. been internally debating, being like, hey, can you tell me what these are? And popping out the astral arms, but I worry he might go into DEFCON 4 mode. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to talk it over with Virla, he can, he can, he can maybe try and like uh, yeah. butter him up and just make sure that he doesn't go DEFCON. <laughs> Interesting, well, okay. I, yeah, yeah. Does the name, the... Uh, I assume the name isn't familiar to me. No. The sphere has been preloaded with some information courtesy of my acquaintance, my colleague at the academy, but uh, your own travels you should bestow into it as well. If you mean, if you mean to continue chronicling, that is, I suppose I should not make any assumptions at this time. Hmm. If anything, my desire to learn more of myself in the universe has increased upon losing this information. So I suppose at my core, I have not stopped. <laughs> Whatever comfort it might be, I find you largely unchanged, Vila. Aww. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, I, I understand that due to our professional nature now and then, um, the information that we had given to you was limiting only within the parameters of whatever we had agreed. We didn't happen to tell you where we were going after visiting you, did we? No. Life of a powerful mage is by necessity one of secrets. You garner many, many enemies. I insist upon my privacy and ask that you keep yours as well. To be too close to others can, well, result in tragedy as I'm sure you're aware. I understand. I have no more questions but one. The help that you have given me has exceeded that what I had, has exceeded my expectations. But you collect names as security. I have lost the names of my crew. If the only thing that I can glean, if the only memory that I can retain is who they were, that would be much appreciated. The names of your crew, I do recall. Yay. Uh, and each of these, uh, like Virla, has a letter combination, but for now I will read you the names. He says, There were, including yourself, Seven, Aster, Eden, Caleb, Sierra, Dexter, and among you, your captain, Emerson. I spoke lightly with each of them. They seemed loyal. Any of those names ringing a bell? <laughs> you don't remember any of their names. 
names. Aww. That does that does sadden Verla, but uh, he does nod in in just sort of like recognition and thanks. Um, thank you. You're very welcome. <laughs> C R A. We still on occasion seek to put back rights that have been wronged. Well, I'm sorry. Have. Were all the other crew members also uh, uh, mechanites? Yes. Indeed. Cool. Hmm. I do know that much. As I said, I do not know most of their functions aboard the ship, but you and the captain. You have traveled a long way, I assume. Is there anything yes. else I might help you with? Uh, uh I turn to I turn to uh, the rest of I turn to my friends. Just uh my questions have been exhausted. Uh, I look at Kiana point yeah. like, a, a, a little bit more like, Is there anything that any of you would wish to know about yourselves? Uh, well, you, if you... not, there are certainly questions I may ask of you. <laughs> uh, that seems a that seems a fair exchange. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have. You said that you researched different peoples across the planescape, right? You. That is my profession. Yes. Okay. Um. Because until like last week, I kind of assumed I was human, but I'm starting to realize that a lot of the things I can do are not things that humans do. And he, this- He leans forward <laughs> for the first time eagerly. Oh. Elaborate. Uh, well, um, oh, what to lead with. Uh, well, it turns out most humans aren't telepathic. Uh, that was a bit of a surprise. Um, and there's this thing I can do, and I know that monks can do it, but the way I do it seems a little weird, and I I, I don't want to I don't want to freak <laughs> you out, but it is going to be a little there, there's going to be a little bit of a light show, and I'm going to lean Please back. Step away from the bookshelves. Then. Oh yes, yes, good <laughs> idea, good idea. Away from anything that's that's fragile. I'll find like the largest patch of floor and just uh, uh, burn two key points on the arms and visage of the astral self. Uh, Fantastic. And then I'm going to stand uh, very still so he doesn't freak out. Just T-pose. <laughs> the light from the ass, the faint light from the astral arms reflects off of his uh, metallic body. Curious. Yeah. Your description of telepathy led me to think psionics, and this reinforces my hypothesis, however... Curious. Yeah. I thought that you see he um waves a hand in front of his face and his white glowing eyes uh change <gasps> to like a like a multicolor kind of thing for uh, oh. a moment. Oh okay. um Finbar, <laughs> you recognize he's doing to detect magic just like yeah. you did. Ah. Yeah. Um uh and he walks three hundred sixty degrees around you. Mm-hmm. Uh Kiana. Just like mime still <laughs> holding still. <laughs> It is possible. I thought for a moment perhaps your psionic abilities, innate as they are, might be derived from some hmm? encounter in your ancestry. Hmm? My powers are derived from a similar source, born of Mechanus. I am oh. innately gifted. But no, you are harnessing the life energy within you. Is that correct? Uh, I think you so. You have had study, I would bargain. Training. Uh, yes. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a lot of training. Uh, the arms. Then you didn't... are not sorceress. No, no, I can't do any magic. Uh, it's it's just hmm. the it's just the arms and the 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 psychic stuff. Um, they don't normally magic look like is this. Magic a loose word. 
Uh, many of yeah. many people from the prime use magic to describe different unconnected features and uh, phenomena. Pardon. Continue it, on. It's well, natural as magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, A yeah. I guess it's just I don't really know what deconstructed way of stating it. Yes. I just don't really know what this is at this point. I I didn't think to question it before, but you know, the other people in my monastery, they could do the arms, but they didn't look like these. And it, this is just how they're most natural, but they don't really look like me. And I I don't know what that means. Manifestations of psionics come in many forms. It is a field of study I'm not well versed in. I okay. apologize for that, but I will tell you what I can. Yes. Psionics manifest in many ways and are completely separate from the connection to the that spreads throughout the planescape and allows for arcane and divine magics to be wielded. Mm. It comes from within, not without. Hmm. Now, the being within, the soul, to use a simple term, does not always reflect that of the body. It is a common misconception when we are when we pass and are taken to whatever higher plane we ascend to, if we are so lucky, we are given new forms, so it is not always obvious that our souls might bear their own what? visage. Uh, I, hold on, I'm sorry. Is it possible yeah. to have two souls? Curious. Why would you ask such a question? Well, it... <sighs> It doesn't always feel like the power is coming from the me that I think of as me. It sometimes feels like there's something else in there that's still me, maybe, but very different. It, I, before I left the Prime Material Plane, I was having these dreams about the Astral Sea, and I've never been to the Astral Sea before then, but I don't know where else they could have come from. And you're right, it doesn't feel like it's connected to anything outside of me, so it, it has to be me, but it, it's like I only know half of who I am, and if it's a soul, that might be why? Curious. Curious. Okay. It is possible, perhaps, for multiple souls. Famously, the Tanari Lord, Demogorgon, is possessed of two intelligences within his one form, each huh. constantly at war with each other. But that, that does not like seem this. to be the nature of your predicament. No. Mm, no, no. Mm. Doesn't seem right. No, if a connection to the Astral Sea, the Astral is the gateway between all worlds, and the manifestation of psionic energy between the planes. Perhaps these dreams are your connection to the plane and this other presence within you manifested from it. Huh. Curious. More research is required, but... Okay, thanks. I might... The information you are looking for might be revealed through a spell, not one I myself have access to. Oh. You seek out someone who may cast legend lore upon oh. you. Okay, that's that's the first good lead I've had in a while. Thank you very much. <laughs> Their information might be gathered. You require 
What would you call them? God botherer. No. <laughs> oh. Cleric. Oh. You must god seek bother. out someone with high connections to a god. Awesome. Thank Only you very much. Only through divine magics is it possible to look into a person in such a way. Great. Okay. Well, thank you for your help. This this was this was something. Um, I think I'm good on the questions department. Uh, if anyone else has yeah. anything, I will investigate what I can. <laughs> thank it is you. a curious question to be asked, and I yeah. myself admit it is not selflessly that I search. I am eager to learn as well. Chronicle cool. this, but if you should find your way back. I will tell you what I may or may not learn. Thank you. If we were to do that, we're very well. Call upon you Keanu again as a resource. Name. <laughs> yes. If we were to call on you on a resource again, how yes. would you like us to alert you without necessarily breaking into your sanctum <laughs> and tripping off any uh, alarm? <laughs> you require a password, one of uh. personal significance, one that could not be faked or altered unless powerful divinations were turned against you I will erase your old password for security's sake <laughs> and you will simply choose a new one that I will bestow upon my sanctum and we merely speak the password or indeed and put it in the door okay <laughs> um, okay Emerson Oh. Emerson it is. <laughs> Shall I tie this solely to you, or allow use between the rest of your crew? I suppose if something like what happened to me were to happen to my friends, that we would all be lost, gods forbid. I will let them have access to the password as well. I apologize. It is not nearly as it is not nearly as significant to you as it is to me. No, sort of, of course it them. is. That's yeah, dude. Whatever you want. Yeah, the fact Very that it matters well. to you makes it matter to us. The password Emerson privilege is granted to the four of you, crew of the Nice. And but just not to be have traveled a long way. And just Please. to be clear. I if ain't there's losing, anything else we might discuss. I ain't losing any of y'all, so that don't even oh. think about that. That's never happening. Not uh, while I'm alive. Very heartwarming. Uh, I agree. Uh, we have one last thing. Oh. Uh, it seems that we are um, being hunted of sorts. Oh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> I almost forgot about that. Uh, you, oh, you may talk about them, the, all them weird, what, what, do you, what do you call them? Ab apparitions? Yeah. Um, them oh, demolitions, the... yes. Uh, like ghosts, right? Like, uh, no, not of the sort. Uh, I don't know. They're they're creepy types. Uh, like them, <laughs> uh, them squids, them mind players. Anyways, so little girl over here is having uh, a yeah. hard time. Uh, getting rid of them horrible people from her old home. Um, and uh, we came to the conclusion we, we were talking on the way over here that mm. it might be tied to some of them squids uh right yeah we we only just figured this out or i did yeah. uh <laughs> the uh um my uh, w uh the the monastery that raised me uh we think might have been secretly run by mind flayers that were grooming us to uh for some horrible 
evil cosmic purpose. Uh, I didn't know this when I ran away, but uh, it does explain why they keep sending people to try and get me back. Um, I would feel really bad if that turned into a problem for you. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> oh no. He, he, he tells, there's, you hear a little, <laughs> even amongst the things that you have told me today. That ranks highly as a bombshell to drop. I'm sorry. Kiana's <laughs> uh, back in the guilt spiral from last time. We're, we're trying to make sure we have all our bases covered. Worry not about me. Oh, My fortress okay. is heavily guarded. Good. Okay. That's good. If, oh. if okay. indeed your theory and speculation of mind flayers, illithid as they are properly known, is true, woe yeah. be to any that would try to enter my sanctum. Okay. Well, obviously they won't have... The squares are gonna have a hard time with you, but we need some sort of means for some sort of protection. Um, and I don't like to be hunted. That that <laughs> that's not how that works. So at some point, I like to flip the tables on them. Um, we have a, a, a consultant of sorts uh, that we, we can go to. But if you have any advice or uh, ways to help turn the tables on some of them squids, uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. If indeed you are hounded by Illithid. Hmm. Curious. Their psionic powers are notable. Perhaps unmatched across the planescape. Considers for a moment. Uh, might have something that could be of service. Excuse me. He, he walks out of the room. Comes back. Uh... You see he's carrying what looks like uh, a ring, but it's two rings combined together. Um, oh, you know, it looks like the spell-slinging ring from Doctor yep. Strange. Yep. Yeah, two yeah, that go yeah. together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it is bone white. Oh. It, it is bone white, but as he turns it, it sheens. Like, it's clearly metal, but it has a green sheen to it. Mm-hmm. It's truly, like, utterly alien-looking. Um, a oh. metal that reflects green and looks like ivory. Mm. Uh, this is forged from a metal known as Dlaran. Ooh. It reinforces the mind and protects against psionic attack. If you have something of sig- comparable trade, I could pass it into your service for some time. Ooh, fascinating. And Glaran, uh, is that... Where do you uh, mind... For mechanical reasons, I'll let you guys know. It's Ring of Psychic Resistance. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, what do we have? So we need well, stuff. Well, uh, I, uh, I don't suppose he'd accept a potion of hill giant strength I've had since day one. Would you, ooh, would you like a uh, rain stick? No, I have no use be, for it. It would be a stuff. I, I really have no need for a potion of yeah. hill giant strength. I mean, same, honestly. <laughs> That's why I still have it. You're a mage, uh, right? Uh, that is correct, yes. All right, and Danny will take off her goggles. Uh, if you ever are concentrating on something and you lose your concentration for a minute, these will let you, you know, get that focus back. Um, they're my own personal design. Also, they'll let you see things brighter, but I don't know if that'll be an issue for you here because this seems like a kind of dark world. <laughs> Curious. It's actually Concentration is... is... <laughs> significant. Myself, I typically have no problem with it. Roll, roll a persuasion check. Yeah. I'd say this is you're on the right track. Like this is kind of on the low end of of good. Uh, sixteen. 
Sixteen. Mm. not Danny bad. Danny is yeah, proficient in persuasion, and I don't really know. <laughs> I guess I was and going also, for the guild merchant. He's actually not using this ring currently. He's not attuned to it, so ah. it actually would make sense that it's there's a reason he would even offer it in the first place. <laughs> right. Uh, on a purely loan basis, I accept. That's a two-way Ooh. street, buddy. If there's a scratch on those goggles when I get back, we're going to have problems. They're already kind of scratched up. Oh, my word. As a you got kicked in the head last week <laughs> this wearing I them. I swear there will be no further dents or mars upon the surface of these goggles. Oh, these man. These goggles will look as bad as he says that, as like, four other voices, like, come into, like, oh kind of harmonize with, like, he, like he's, he's making, he's swearing on Nicholas, and there's, like, oh a little, God. like, harmony that rises up in his voice as he says it. All and right. you were uh, suspicious because he likes Beryl, Beryl is nodding along, like, this makes perfect sense. This, yeah. is, this is just a contract being made. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, them contracts. <laughs> oh, my God. I... Uh, oh, that that works. All right, uh, so who wants right. this uh, ring of making smart? It's it's psychic resistance. It'll all keep right. you from getting ring your brain taken over. <laughs> yeah. Who wants this? It's made different. from metal metal called Dlaron. Uh Danny's just Ooh. interested in like the metal, the properties of the metal itself. So like, <laughs> no one else immediately grabs the ring. She's gonna start like inspecting it, like tapping at it to see yeah. like. Roll a roll a, a history or arcana. Well, uh, roll an arcana. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Eight. Eight. This uh, dice is going very, in time Very out. cool. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, it seems to have the properties that you are presuming it does. Uh, sure is shiny. Uh, I guess I, I would personally uh, recommend that we give this to whoever uh, seems the most psychically vulnerable among us. Uh, and I have, I'm not going to metagame this with who's got the lowest wisdom score, but I feel like Kiana probably has an opinion on who here is most likely to fail a wisdom check. Is it wisdom or intelligence? That, uh, well, that, that's metagame. Psionics right. is typically intelligence. So yes. it's oh. not Danny, baby. That's interesting. That, that's actually very interesting because uh, all of my psionic racial traits are about wisdom saves and psychic damage, yeah. uh, and my intelligence is not very high, so <laughs> I, I believe... I would recommend that yeah. I would not wish to have some of our strongest hitters, and I sort of turn to Kiana and Finbar, uh. and succumb to the influence of any mind flayers. Yeah, I think that I recognize that we would be dead about eight times over without Finbar on our side, so I'm, I'm inclined to give this it to Finbar. This is also true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If that's, uh, I, that's I know okay, I don't right? got much of a brain like 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 them. No, two uh, <laughs> not at all. But if you were to rank it. it on a scale of zero to eighteen, what would you say? <laughs> 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 but uh, no, nah, I, I appreciate it. if this will keep me up in the fight against them squids. I'll wear it proudly. Yay! Uh, you said you had questions for us. You've answered a lot of ours. Yes. I don't want to be completely rude. Yeah, if we can be helpful. Certainly. Please. Uh, a, a fresh notebook is brought over along with a quill. Uh, and he, uh, we don't have to roleplay it out, but he just goes <laughs> on to uh, ask each of you about uh, your heritage and, like, where you're oh. from. He asks a lot of, like, where... I mean, <laughs> uh, he's going to run into a quick dead end with, with Danny and with Kiana. But yeah. he's going to ask... He, he will... Um, he asks about, you know, 
who, where, where you were born, how old you are. Like when he says where, he he like largely means like what plane of existence yeah. to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and like your abilities and things like that. So it's he's sort of like just building like a personal history. He's curious and like fitting this into you know his other archives that he has. Cool. Uh, somewhat frustratingly runs up against the wall of Danny. Uh, is expecting not much from Kiana, given the yeah. conversation they had. And Finbar, I assume, has like a pretty good... He, go- he goes at like They spend like family a solid history, so he has like, a long 20, 30 minutes um, yeah. talking about the, the crew learns things that, they, that they've never known. <laughs> yeah. Danny's just like... Fantastic. I, I don't know, man. Plane of fire. <laughs> Hot there. You guys discuss for a while... Uh, as after a certain point, uh, you hear uh, the same chime you heard uh, way before when you were sailing through Mechanist. That, but instead of sounding twice, it sounds three times. Oh, an hour has passed. Bong. Oh, it's three. Uh, eight hours. Ah. Oh. Whoa! Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, you see that? You see that? Uh, Maxim looks up. Uh, huh, it seems that we are moving into the f- third portion of the day uh this is when i availed myself of needed repairs and rest ah yes you're welcome to remain nearby if you would like to discuss further come tomorrow but i have no spare chambers for you right yeah i think it's best we head back Mm -hmm. yeah we can go back to the ship no problem oh yeah y'all you have been awfully hospitable max uh, I, I, I like the place, real homey. Uh, but we gonna get going now. Yeah, thank you so much. I cannot. You're thank very you welcome. Enough. I will take your gratitude, uh, in kind, and not be upset by your referring to me by the name Max. <laughs> 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 it's stone cold. No response. <laughs> no, Finbar's out the door. <laughs> oh, Should okay. you? Uh, he oh. turns to Virla, he says, Should you wish to return tomorrow, simply speak your password. Yay. Understood. And we'll know this for posterity. And know this for posterity, and I say this with respect for a colleague. As you are, we are again building our professional relationship. I will remind you what I said when we first met. The sanctum you see is but only the foyer. There are many more secrets held within, and should that information you've gained be turned against me in any way, the interlopers would find themselves in a dour position. Understood. I have no reason... I have no reason to cross you, so you do not give me a reason to cross you. Understood. Rest well, Viela. With any hope, I shall see you tomorrow. Company is... Not altogether unpleasant. You should build yourself a cat. Really helps keep the time. This this is what I have learned. I had one, but I was allergic. What? That raises so many questions. That's a problem with a lot of mechanites, actually. I wonder if it's like a... I wonder if you guys had like a natural enemy. You guys walk outside, and the it's all... Um, it's not all dark. Again, darkness and light uh, exist in equal parts, but it's a noticeable change. Kind of like flipping your phone to dark mode. Um, 
It's a lot. It's like darkness emanating, and then there yeah, are lights right. shining, like street lights, along all along the gears and stuff like that. You notice that there's um, almost wired into the entire plane. There are little lights that are shining, but it is clearly switched over into nighttime mode since you arrived. Oh, incredible! Um, you guys walk out underneath the woven, beautiful canopy. Uh, the doors <laughs> shut behind you. Uh, and as you approach to the gangplank of the Prospera, uh, you see crawling no. up the side of the no. ship. No. Uh, <laughs> ten feet across, huge oh, mechanical silvery legs, uh-huh. uh, a what looks like a giant mechanical spider. Excuse me. And pictures itself. What the fuck? Stands itself over the gangplank, blocking your entrance. At simultaneously, there is a purple flash behind you. Oh no! And you turn to see a familiar, the familiar body of Fire Genasi, <laughs> dimension dooring next to uh, what appears to be a female elf, uh, charcoal skin and white hair pulled back, short sword crossbow at her side. Oh boy! Um, uh, she turns to uh, the uh, not. Uh, totally blanking out the name. What's his name? Egan. Something like that. Thank you, Egan. Turns to the not <laughs> Egan beside her and says, All right, which one's the contract? What? Uh, the not Egan points towards Kiana. Mercenaries! Should have guessed. All right. <laughs> what? All right, now. Let, Let's add a Stop. sharp whistle. Stop. <laughs> and you see she says, All right, Lula, bagger. And that's where we're going to go to break. You. You. Oh, you lulled us into a false sense of security by letting us hang out with Optimus Prime for two hours. <laughs> you, did it, you did it again. You did it again. Uh, I can't Egan. believe there's combat in this D&D yeah. game. <laughs> I did not write Egan into Danny's backstory. I want the audience to be fully aware of this. This is a character of Austin's creation, but I will end him. There could only be one fire Genasi mechanic. I can't believe... So I what? put Egan in because I was like, there's other there's other artificers here, and that's, you know what? I won't actually say anything more. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I created she? Egan, and I was shocked at how quickly you latched onto Egan, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. What a gut punch it's going to be. <sighs> did you, did you, did the prior take over his body? What's happening here? I, I don't really know. Is prior set from stuff? I should the, have rolled an insight check. I thought no! it was I, I thought it was just like a mind possession thing, but it just totally seems like he like she fully took over his body well, or something like that. Oh my god. I guess god. we'll find out more after the break. Rolling with difficulty. Hi, I'm Austin and you're listening to Rolling with Difficulty, a D&D podcast. Now, back to the show. Rolling with difficulty. And we're back. When last we left our heroes, you had left the Sanctum of Maxim and now find yourself face down, surrounded on both sides, uh, standing outside of the, the gate to his Sanctum, behind you, the not Egan and this Egan. drow uh, dressed ready to fight before you, this massive uh, mechanical spider. The What you see here, uh, the bronze cog underneath you, um, is the ground... Uh, the black edge there, that's the shadow that's uh, off the edge of that is, uh, well, actually you would walk around and come up on the other side of the gear because gravity is, you know, flips, it's on both sides of the gears. <sighs> but off the edge of it is you would fall into space. 
And, uh, yeah, you're cut off on both sides. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah. Oh, I rolled really well this time. Okay. Hey. The spider's made of metal, you say? It's called a retriever. Oh, no. Come on, man. Oh, uh, spider's made of metal. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you can't solve well. all your problems with heat metal. Yes, I can. <laughs> you, you say that. Yeah. Then they should stop putting problems made oh, of metal in front God, of me. Garbage. Quite frankly, if you if you want Danny to solve a problem with something other than fire, you should stop putting very flammable problems in front of her. Mm. I should, guess I should specify blue fire cool. because Danny is still blue. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Mega well, okay. Danny <laughs> doesn't just start what doing I like ice to damage. Imagine. <laughs> What I like to imagine is that the whole time we're having this fight right outside his sanctum, Maxim is just like, you know, like cucumbers over the eyes, <laughs> big fuzzy <laughs> bathrobe, like headphones like, on. Distant explosions, like, not my yeah. not my monkeys. Girl from Ipanema is he like slowly playing over the PA. Wait, did, did, okay, we have three 17s and a 12, okay. Yeah, not too bad. Oh, that's not, that's not, that's not from before? Oh, no, the, right. these are new. At this all point, right. we all just oh, expect to be attacked your... every single time we approach the ship. I don't think I've updated your stuff yet. <laughs> we should just stop leaving the ship. The solution is obvious. I've yeah, been just... saying that all along. <laughs> just like Maxim, tie a string to it, and I'll, yeah. and I'll just and I'll yeah. tug it along we like a balloon. We tow it along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm gonna have a leash attached to Danny so she doesn't hey, get, perfect. get too far away either. So all right. Everyone who draws fan art of the meme right, moments, you me know what you must initiatives. do with that image. <laughs> Where the hell are you? All right. Everyone's got a 17, except Noir has a 12. Yeah. Still beating everyone else. I uh, have a quick my... question. Is there a chance that that eight hours we hung out in there counted as a long rest for the purposes of getting those two key points back? Uh, No, but I would say you had a short rest. Oh, Okay. I don't think that does anything so to my key. Wait, does it? No, you key points come back in a short rest. <gasps> nice. All right. Well, heck yeah. After a lot of a lot of space uh, with me calculating all of the initiatives, <laughs> uh, we have Finn. Uh, we have sorry, uh, Finbar and Danny. What are your dexterities? Uh, fourteen. Thirteen. <gasps> okay, so Danny's up first. Speed demon, uh, baby. To start, we have Kiana followed yep. by Danny Finbar, then Virla. Then we have the Retriever, followed by the Drow, uh, the Drow Bounty Hunter, and finally the Not Egan down all the way, yeah. sitting at a lovely initiative of four. Sweet. Egan. Uh, better hope my dice keep rolling like that for the rest of this fight. Please yeah. do. That Maybe would be so fun. Um, you'd be able to move sooner in combat. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Not uh, um, Crescenta, the the Drow Bounty Hunter, says, "You know, I usually don't take clients on the mission." Uh, you, if you want to step back for this, we'll handle it. Uh, and then Ian says, "No, I would like to see this ended personally." Crescenta uh, uh, just gives like a little step to the side, like, "All right, whatever you say." Just like giving a little birth to this incredibly intimidating, uh, serious person. Absolutely. Like, All right, weirdo. whatever you say. Uh, let's out a sharp whistle. Lula, Bagger, and Kiana, you're up first. What was the yeah? I have spider? a quick question. I don't think I have Lula. yet put together that Egan is prior uh, is prior Sephram. Uh, Sephra. I mean, 
can I roll You have a pretty good passive insight. insight. At this yeah. point, I would say, like, it's coming together. So like, I, I would say it fully clicks here. Wow, I was still feeling kind of bad about kicking oh, yeah. her off the boat, and uh, it didn't even work, so... <sighs> okay. Oh, it All worked. Right. This form is way weaker than our last one. Oh, I didn't even kill the right person. Ah! <sighs> oh. I'm back in the guilt spiral, baby. I, I'm stepping I, out I think Noir's got it. <laughs> Don't say anything, Noir. Uh, oh, God. Uh, okay. <sighs> well, I guess we're going to start off with... Um, uh, do I want to get close enough that I can hit them with the arms of the astral self? Yes, I do. I do want to do that. I'm up here now, uh, <laughs> 10 feet away, arms of the astral self summon. They need to make a DC 15 deck save. Although, I think that actually might be DC 16 because of my Dragonhide belt. It says it raises the DC on my uh, monk abilities. Uh, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're attuned to it, it should automatically be raising the DC. I so thought your so, DC but I, I put it in uh, my your DC slot. is. Uh, your DC is eight plus your proficiency plus your wisdom. So that's eight plus three for proficiency brings it to 11. And your wisdom is what, plus four? It is. Yeah. So I think so it should be, be 15 plus one because of the so belt. it should be 16. It should be. It's not showing yeah. on my screen, even though I am attuned to it. But uh, yeah. So, Give me a second. Uh, I have your character here. I'll go ahead and fix that. But yeah. Uh, thank you. Go uh, ahead and do what you're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, yeah. Uh, astral self summon. Um... And I think instead of launching myself blindly at these opponents who I do not know the strengths of because I don't know what Egan's stat block looks like, I am going to uh, use my action to dodge, baby. I'm tired of getting taken down in the second round of combat. <laughs> Let's make this a little bit harder for him. Um, and I hope this woman has a crossbow that she tries to use. I hope that I get the chance to catch something out of the air for the first time since like episode two. Uh, okay, movement, Fans. action, bonus action. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely treating these guys as the higher threat than the giant robot spider. So I hope you guys can handle that thing. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, you do it. They need deck saves? Uh, yes, uh, DC 16 dex uh, to avoid taking right. 2d6 force damage. <sighs> I failed on both of them. Ha -ha! Terrible. Oh, I bet she a misses being a monk now. All right, 2d6. Damn it. Uh, seven points of force damage. All right, seven points of force damage. Six Start. and a one, baby. All right, uh, yeah, that, that's my turn done. I'm, ju I'm just gonna prep and wait and uh, see what they do next. The arms come out. Uh, did you summon the visage as well or just the arms? Ooh, you know what? The visage, what? Well, let's see. Uh, it uh, it has benefits. It, it does, let me see. Wait, is it dark right now? No, I mean, it's dark out, but it's not like dark. It it you gives know, me it, advantage. It's not mechanical on... darkness. It's yeah. not advanced darkness. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, advanced darkness. it lets me see in the dark. It gives me advantage on insight checks and it lets me uh, do something that my mind link ability already lets me do. So like, I, I don't think I want to burn the extra key on it right now. I'll Thanks. just do the arms. Be tactical about this. Okay. Okay. Uh, Danny, you're up. Yeah, so Danny's going to look back at Egan and in my mind, he's completely possessed and it's probably just another uh, friend gone so I'm gonna ignore him for now 5, 10, 15, 20, run to the edge of the gear um, and looking at the spider because that feels like a problem I can deal with pretty quickly um, she's gonna reach out and cast shatter and I kind of want to aim for one of the parts where it's like mechanical leg joint connects to the body to try and take out some of its mobility um, mm. 
Sure. It has to make I mean, a... I mean, flavor-wise, yeah. it's, there's no provision in Shatter that lets you reduce speed on a creature you hit. But, no, but uh, an it inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the save, and it's meant to, oh. like, uh, erupt and, you know, destroy stuff. So I'm hoping to just do a lot of damage, but the flavor I'm going to give it is that I'm aiming for the, the leg joints. Um, cool. Uh, I'm just double-checking those. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, it's gonna have disadvantage on the save. Uh, Alright, that is a, what kind of, that's a con save, right? Yep, DC 15. Alright, pick some new dice. Con Ooh, plus, what? Clinky. Uh, good. Uh, ugh, oh my god. <laughs> Two and a five. Yeah, that's a fail. Um, Aww. do not roll damage. I meant to say this when Kiana was going, I forgot, so it's gonna start now. Uh, a quirk, like all the planes, Ooh, yes. uh, Mechanist has its own quirk. Damage dice rolled in mechanists are always the media the the average. Oh, oh. So, so what's the you average? You don't have to roll dice. You, what? If it's if it's if it's three d eight, it's the d eight average is four. So it's three times four. We're not doing Whoa. the point five on things. That's so, incredible. Uh, Fantastic. It's there's no. Uh, I'm sorry. There actually won't be that much dice rolling in this combat because you don't have to roll damage. It's oh, always shame. going to be the average. Uh, okay. So, so well, it's it's a good thing I rolled a seven then. That's already the average. Yes. So whatever the average on that spell. Three D eight, so that's four four four. Twelve. Uh, yeah, twelve. Ah. Cool. Sweet. Are there any other effects on it? Uh any non magical object is all, that's in the area and isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage. Uh it is the magical. Gangplant? In fact, oh. You you see that the how <laughs> the gangplank splinters a little bit. You see that the retriever here. Uh, though obviously metal and you know susceptible to this type of to shatter, uh, it blasts and just the magic resents. This thing is way tougher than you thought because it barely left a scratch on this thing, even though mm. you know it hit full force. Impossible! That was my strongest attack. <laughs> that was my action. Uh, Plug is on the ship, but I assume he's a little bit out of range. Um... I'll say he's below ducks for the sake of this. Uh, so I do not have a bonus action. So Danny will just kind of square up. Um, can I use my bonus action right. to yell at the drow? Yeah, why not? Free action. Go for it. <laughs> How much are they paying you? <laughs> not the first person to ask that. Don't take a new job until I'm done with the current one. Sorry, oh. just business. That's actually very professional of her. I kind of like this lady. That's, yeah, this. Mm, <laughs> I can respect. I can if Finn, you can even yeah, take oh. a job after this one. Oh, God. Finn, you're up. Not the first oh. threat either. <laughs> really? In the bounty hunting business? I assumed you'd make so many friends. <laughs> uh, that's my turn. Hey, you know, we're a tight group, actually. Really? Well, when you're, you know, when you're risking your life like this, then, you know, you really got to have <laughs> boundaries between each other and uh, professional decorum. Otherwise, it, the whole system just collapses in on itself. Oh, you know what? That makes a really lot of toxic, sense, you know? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she draws um, a sword. <laughs> okay. Are what you if, guys done bonding or are we going to fight already? <laughs> what? Um, okay. I, um, I love meeting new people and making friends. <laughs> Finbar is going to burst into a uh, shower of starlight as he activates his starry form, taking on yeah. the form of the chalice Woo. as his bonus action. He's going to turn to the gang and he's like, 
Nice. All right, y'all. I'll hold back down this weird spider robot thing. Uh, <laughs> make, make sure you y'all take care of this uh, real soon. Um, he's going to grip his star map and he's going to let out a guiding bolt from Ooh. it onto the spider. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll a hit. Uh, but then uh, don't roll damage. Uh, thirteen plus eight is twenty-one. Oh my god. Uh, it's forty-six. Twenty-one will hit. Good. Uh, so the average of forty-six. Forty-six. So that's that's fourteen. That's twelve again. No, it's no, no. It's fourteen. Oh, because you're adding the point fives, right? Well, yeah. The average of two d six is seven. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, go ahead and add yeah, add the half. So. Well, fourteen. Maybe 3.5 times 4, which is 14. Yeah. All right, 14 uh, radiant damage. Um, next attack has advantage to hit. Strikes uh, and I will Correct. close the distance between me and the spider. Not having to roll damage dice is so relaxing. I hate everything uh, about this. <laughs> cool. Uh, that is my turn. Cool. Gap closed. You rush up against this thing, huge. It's on its legs. Um, even though it's, you know, a spider, it's still really tall. Its its head is probably like five and a half feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. And these just giant sharp legs are uh, rearing up now. Virla, what would you like to do? Yeah, okay. So as a bonus action, I'd like to click. Uh, I'd like to, well, it would be click the boots of healing, huh? but I will uh, very dramatically oh, the, the scarf speed, over my yeah. neck. <laughs> and yeah. And uh, effect, Fantastic. So. My movement speed is now six. Whoa! My movement speed is now sixty feet, which is fun. Um, and uh, I <laughs> zoom <laughs> uh, over so that I am within line of sight uh, of oh, both baby. of these people. Yeah, oh. So that both of them are within uh, uh, a line, and I'll just cast Whoa, uh, lightning bolt. Lightning okay. Bolt. Uh, no down in a line. Magical advantage okay. or anything. So duck saves from both of them. Yeah, but it does take 24 points of lightning damage. What are the dice? Uh, 8d6. 8d6. Uh, that would be 28, because, so. again, uh, average of 2d6 is 7. Yeah, it's I'm it's so glad we have a math eight. major on this podcast. Is it, is, <laughs> oh, yeah. Are those, are those the units, I haven't gotten to stretch though? my I, arithmetic I, muscles in a while. What are the units of... <laughs> um, like, is a unit 1d6, or is one unit 2d6, if that makes sense? Cause no, I, it's, I, it's a unit of 1d6, so 3.5 is the average. Yeah. On a d6, so times 8. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, then, so yeah. the the drow uh, fails, uh, and the... Yeah, whatever, whatever Red uh, said. <laughs> Egan rolls in 17. So... I, so a 17 uh, should be a save. That, saves for half, I believe I that succeeds. Cool. Yes. So, the, so, it was, yeah, it, so, so it'll be 14 for Egan... And 24 for the mm-hmm. warrior. That does not look good for uh, Xenta. 14 uh, and 28. 28, sorry. 28. Yeah, you tell him, Red. Who, who knew that the averages would be harder than just rolling the dice? Uh, yeah, you come in. Uh, describe to me how what's going on here, Virla. Paint this picture for me as you run to the side. Uh, uh, like vibrating with energy, you can hear like the the metal parts of your body like rattling together a little bit as you're just vibrating. God, see, that makes sense. But like, honestly, what I'm imagining is like it's as if he it's as if Heal has Heelys, and so like oh my God, absolutely yeah. static. This wall like when she of houses all the way over. This wall of a yeah. this wall of a mechanite just like 
I like that. I like that. You slide over and, and you slide over lightning fast and then release a bolt of arcane lightning uh, out from your hand. Uh, yes. It arcs off the metal and yep. is like pinging around and then goes through both of them. Uh, Egan manages to dodge a, a hint of that that old monk's spryness coming through. Uh, Senta takes the brunt of it, uh, but she's used to taking a beating in her line of work. Uh, it is Lula's turn. You know the the, uh, the effect of Thunderblight Ganon when he warps around the map and then hits you with a lightning bolt. That's kind of yeah. what I just got from <laughs> from Virla. <laughs> yeah, all right. that makes sense. Yeah, all right. Uh, cool. He yeah. is going to make a multi-attack, like two four-leg attacks against. Oh uh, no! Uh, Finbar. Oh no! You hit me. Uh, one is a crit fail, and the other is a nineteen to hit. Nineteen hits. Mm. So that would be. Interesting. It says 1d6 slashing, and then it says, on average, 15, which can't be right. So D&D Beyond is wrong about one of those two things. Hmm. Hold on. Give me a minute. Does it have a bonus from its strength or something? It does have a bonus, but its strength isn't plus 11. Okay. Well, just checking. I don't <laughs> so, know. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Uh, you throw us into Avernus on episode two. I don't know what you're throwing at us now. <laughs> <laughs> I was equally ineffective in a... <laughs> it's printed correctly with more in Kindness Town of Foes, but printed incorrectly in the um, uh, on the uh, combat encounter I made. Okay, so it's going to be 15 slashing damage to you, Finbar. Okay. Yeah, average of 2d8 is 9. I assume it has a bonus to strength. It's pretty ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Uh, cool. So... Oh, come on. Uh, it's going to... Yeah, you're within 50 feet. It will then use... Yeah. Paralyzing beam. You see its what? eyes shift Retro. into a like um, black light purple, um, and uh, it flashes at Kiana. Uh, Kiana, could I please have you make a Constitution saving throw? Constitution saving throw. Woo-hoo. Certainly. What could possibly go wrong? You roll this nice sea green die that I have. Oh. Okay. Uh oh. That's not as good as I thought it was. Uh yeah. That's only fourteen. Uh, 14 is a fail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kiana's body seizes up, uh, and you are paralyzed for Ah! one You can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns. One minute! And then the retriever will move. Uh, You can repeat the save at the end of each of your turns. The retriever will move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. (gasps) Finbar, if you want to go ahead and make attack of opportunity. I will make the attack of opportunity. Ah! Yes. I, I don't have Sentinel. Uh, uh, 16? 16 is a miss. Uh, its yes. armor is impenetrable, and uh, you're swinging with what, Lalin? Yeah. Lalin glances off of it without even making a scratch. I... Little sparks of moonlight shed off where it glan- the blow glances. And here I was hoping the giant robot spider would be easy to hit. I know, I thought that would be the least of our problems. Uh, uh, Cressetta is going to move, uh, draws her short sword, moves up to the now paralyzed Kiana, says, Uh, Oh, God. Sorry, hope you understand. This is just how it goes. If it makes you feel any better, we're taking you in alive. So, Mm. and she's going to make two attacks at advantage. My dodge action doesn't matter. Uh, Your dodge action... Is no. going to prevent these from being at advantage because they would be at disadvantage. But I'm paralyzed. Actually, actually, no, no. I don't think you can dodge while your speed is zero. No. Uh, <laughs> why did I say? Yeah, anything? so it is at advantage. Fine, Thank you. just do it. 
Get it over All right, with. two short sword attacks. <gasps> it's almost like this lady does this for a living. Uh, 17 to hit. That's exactly my armor class. Uh. Okay, that's the first one. Uh, you take uh, seven piercing damage and 10 poison damage. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, this is not great. Um... No, it's not. <laughs> so uh, have, second have attack, idea. right? All right, and the second attack. Uh, that's a dirty 20 to hit. Well, that'll hit. Whew. You'll take the same damage again. Uh, okay. Seven piercing and 10 poison. The, what, she doesn't use up the poison on the first hit? That's not fair. Uh, not how it works. <laughs> Good news, guys. I'm technically still conscious. <laughs> uh, you know, we're, we are in the we are in a plane of uh, law, so technicality is those are. Those I are, absolutely jinxed it by those. saying I didn't want to go unconscious in the second round. <laughs> wait, wait. You're at three hit points. <laughs> I am at three hit points. Oh no, Kiana! Just, because of your bonus, oh, because of the yes. eclair, it would have oh. exactly yes. zeroed me out otherwise. The yes. magic of baked goods. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, okay, it is now the not Egan's turn. Uh, Egan. They will step out, seeing that the job is being done well. Uh, look at Danny, Virla, and Finbar. Hmm. Finbar's the healer. They're gonna. Uh, Egan looks. Um, at them says, sorry, no resurrections. Uh, and is going to cast Fireball centered on Finbar. No! no! <laughs> okay. Tell I me you have Absorb Elements. I do have Absorb Elements. Oh, Because yeah. oh, oh, oh. Danny exists. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Actually, Think of it as uh, though you're fighting he's gonna walk. me, but worse. But gonna worse as though not as Stand good as I am because I'm the best at the goddamn game when it comes to doing fire okay. damage and uh, Egan is a cheap imitation. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that is a 16. That is just a success. Oh. So that's uh, 8d6, so that's 8. I have, I, I have two inspirations. <laughs> I, I also have two inspirations if someone can pick them out of my pocket while so I can't move. You can. That's 28 fire damage on average, down uh -huh. to 14 because you succeeded. And then uh -huh. if you're gonna, it'll go down to seven if you cast resist uh, absorb elements. Oh I wait, will. you used your reaction to strike. Oh, to attack no! on your enemy. You're right. You're right. So it's, it's it's okay. It's it's 14 damage. Okay. Um, that's fine. And then uh, no. they get a fun little uh, overcast. Let's see. No. Recharge five through six. Conditional effect roll a d6 to see what happens. A two on one through three. Uh, what level are Teleport swapping fire places fire. with a creature between 30 of it. Uh, you see what? the not Egan vanishes and v uh, Virla and the not Egan are swapped places. Virla, you find yourself suddenly standing directly next to the dry oh. assassin. Boss? Uh, she says, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry about all this. And uh, <laughs> you are now within melee of uh, I am the, faster of than I thought. Uh, okay. I quite like that this drow ends... assassin lady, honestly. Oh, no. <laughs> that ends Egan's turn. And we come back to Kiana. Kiana, uh -huh. at the end of your turn, you can make a constitution saving throw to attempt to break Great. the perilous cool. End of my turn. Add Fantastic. your inspiration to that if you don't roll high. Cool. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Go ahead. Yeah. All Roll right. First, my, my, for just for everyone watching at home, my constitution is plus one. <laughs> okay. Uh, I rolled a twelve, so that's a thirteen. I do have an inspiration in the back pocket. I actually have two of them, but I don't think I can stack them. Uh, is that a d six? Uh, you cannot stack inspirations. Okay. It's a d eight. 
D8. Okay. Uh, I don't suppose we had the average D8. of this, do we? Uh, <laughs> All right. Let's Everything give it is a shot. averages. You just ah! you just add oh! your average to hit, and if ooh, what I rolled roll? an eight, I rolled an eight. <gasps> yes. I, think, I think I'm going to be unparalyzed just in time to get stabbed nice. again. <laughs> Guys, uh, uh, so the total is what over twenty? Uh, uh, I rolled a thirteen. So Plus yes, yeah. twenty-one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mark off you are one of unparalyzed. Just in time to get stabbed again next round. <laughs> Yay! Yep. You see. Kiana, you shake it off and look up. Uh, the not Egan smiles at you, says, "Yeah, try yeah. not to fight it. Oh, Everything come on. will be enlightened soon." Danny, <gasps> you're up. Get a new line. All right. Change the fucking record. Yeah. <laughs> we new need body, to uh, same old song. We need to even the odds here. So Danny's gonna take a step forward on her turn, and uh, I'm gonna okay. summon the Force Ballista. Directly in front of me. Let me just pick a color on roll 20. Let's do green. It's easy Chicken to feet. see. And uh, I'm going to fire. I want to be very clear about what I'm trying to do because it's not necessarily damage. I'm going to uh-huh. do fire at the door in the hopes that by f- using the push effect of the force ballista, I can force it open, setting off the alarm and alerting our robot wizard friend that shits go- oh that to like saw my. come investigate the front door so that we might be able to get a little NP- NPC help. Hell yeah. So I'm yes. going to use my- Oh my God. <laughs> oh. Okay, 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 okay. Emerson, okay. Emerson, Emerson. Um, I don't want to screw you guys uh, out of anything. So I'll let you know because you would have realized this. The alarm spell triggers when- um, You go inside. Uh, when someone passes through, the, when, when a creature passes through the door. A foot, a foot mm. enters. But what you had is a good thought. So I, I like I, I like where your head's at. Um, I just don't want you to yeah. get fucked up on a technicality. Okay. Well, let me see about where I can summon the cannon real quick. That's a great idea, though. Yeah. <laughs> Knock really hard. Nothing but respect from the DM. Uh, the DM hopes you can win this fight. It's incredibly unbalanced. <laughs> in which direction? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in our favor. <laughs> yeah, no, this retriever only has 15 hit points. <laughs> He was actually saying that to the drone. Uh, no, I mean, it has... <laughs> no, I won't say it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Okay, I wouldn't be able to do it on this turn. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Danny's going to run up right in front of Egan then using her movement. I'm going to oh, summon sure. the cannon Five. right next to me. Fire at the door to get it to bust open so that it is open. So people don't have to try and unlock it. Um, um. Okay. Um, roll to attack. AC is, we'll call it AC 17, because it's like it's pretty sturdy metal. Yeah, you I rolled it. a natural 15 plus uh, 6, so it, it's open. Oh, okay. I don't even know why I bother asking if you hit stuff. You always hit. <laughs> um, yeah, and then is there a save for being pushed? Nope, it just happens if you get hit with the force blast. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, okay. Um, I mean, it's technically locked, but it's no longer arcane locked. So just go ahead. No, you rolled the hit. I'll allow it. The door's open. The door opens. Yeah, and then uh, the cannon can move 15 feet, so the cannon will 5, 10, 15, cool. start making for the door. <laughs> Wait, will the cannon count? Is- is the cannon a creature? Does it have a stat block? Does it? Uh, 
Or I don't think it ah. is. The cannon is a magical oh, object. Why you to Bing so a I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's a creature. Uh. Like, for example, Plug has a creature stat block. Plug oh. is a plug is, is, is super a monkey and could set it off. Yeah. Plug is super far away, but you're only, I mean, how far are you? Wait a you're, minute. What, you can't like whistle for you're, Plug? You're, you're 30 feet. Plug can move 30 feet. I can use a bonus action to command Plug, and I could have him dash so he can move 60 in theory. Um, but I still Plug don't think he would get hold, runs close the door. enough to really make a difference here between, because no, next turn, the, the Danny person, can dash. The person who's fast enough is, is Virla right now. Yeah. Um, all right, I will okay. settle for actually, having opened the door. Yes. Uh, and Virla in the meantime, goes, uh, I was gonna. Virla goes very soon, actually. I was gonna. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Danny uses the cannon. I'm attack. still gonna have it. Um, mm. I'll have it stay close to me then, uh, as opposed to moving. So Danny summons the cannon, blasts open the door, kind of like gives Virla, huh, come on, and shrug over her <laughs> shoulder, uh, and then turns back to Egan and squares up. Like we both know, this has been a long time coming. <laughs> It's cute how you're still treating him like Egan. <laughs> you you do that, and the, the nod Egan turns to you and says, I have the memories of you. You were always so foul. Whoa. You don't even know that and half of it. <laughs> oof. Finbar, it's your turn. Okay. Um, all right, here's what oh, I'm Oh, my blood do. is racing, guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I would appreciate not immediately going unconscious in the next one. Uh, yes, that's the point. I just need to... Thank you. Finbar, what would you like to do? Um, does the thing have reach? Because that's the number one thing I want to avoid for now in terms of positioning. Can I... Would I know? It does... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty reasonable to see when a creature has arms that can strike you from 10 feet away and indeed its four legs can get uh have reach okay uh okay well where, where, where was i i was back here right yeah yeah that's fine yeah yeah standing on the far side of the retriever kiana now flanked the by the, re the retriever and okay. yeah. the drow crescenta crescenta cool. sorry um yeah. i'm Cressida. going to crescenta i've been saying it wrong all night crescenta <laughs> Cressetta. Cressetta? Cool. Um, I'll pronounce it differently every time. Differently. Victoria I'm, will kill me because she told me how to pronounce off. it. Ah. I will uh, roll around the left side of this uh, <laughs> retriever, um, and I will form whip the Drowasites and, and try to pull her away from Virla and Akio. Okay. Ooh. Roll to hit. Uh, so I got to roll to hit. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, that's uh, 13 plus 8 again? Oh, 21? Yeah. You had 8 to hit? Yeah. Actually, that's not too crazy. I got plus 7 Oh, to you hit. have a plus 1 from Lalin, don't you? Yes. Yeah. God damn you. Yeah, that's going to hit. 21's going to hit. Oh, no. Wait. What? Oh, shit. What? Uh, I have a parry reaction, but it only adds it only adds 3 to the, the AC, enemy. and <laughs> AC is 8. Also. So a 21 oh, would still hit. Tragic. Yes. Okay. Oh, shame. How's it um, feel? She takes... <laughs> Average of 2d6 is what? Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, seven. Uh, she takes seven piercing. Seven. Um, she gets pulled 10 feet towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't okay. get an opportunity attack because that wasn't her willingly moving, right? Correct. Right, okay. Uh, fuck it, make it a strength save. Whew. Natural 20. 
Okay. Okay. Finally. Um, I was okay. Um, and then as a bonus action, I will um, uh, healing word at the second level. Uh, so that is. Um, Does that also go average? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so 2d4 will be 5 plus your wisdom for healing. Okay. Um, so plus 9 healing. Plus an, another d8. Hmm? From the Oh, from chalice. the chalice? Yes. Another d8 would be... If it's just 1d8, it, it's just 4. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, 13? Yes. Awesome. 9 plus 4, yeah, 13. Thank 13 you. 13 healing. I will not quite tank another hit from that short sword. <laughs> but it's better uh, than it was. <laughs> Uh, that's the best I got right now. That's um, okay. Yep, that is my turn. Desperate ploys, you pull Cresetta away. Uh, she gets yanked. She goes, "Has no one heard of professional courtesy anymore?" Uh, <laughs> Lalin shines. Hey, you Kiana, do this you for your job, better, but still, a little bit focus focused on. Yeah. Firla, you're up. If you have a if you have a crazy, uh, crazy big gun, now's the time. Yeah, uh, first off, I'd like to use a free action to ask Kiana, uh, would you like to be uh, extricated? I don't think we can get far enough away from her to make a difference. I'd rather just hit her next turn, ne- next time. Thank you. Very well. Oh, add another, actually add another. It's a, it's a D8 plus mm. four for the chalice. Oh, so, oh, so you get four more hit points on there. Four yes. more hit points. Hey! Yeah. hey Okay. Yes. All right, Thank so you. Like, that's what a little lower do. than yeah. what I usually do. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So, with my full 60 feet of movement, I will zoom <laughs> over to the open door. Because um, I, I think I, I, I sussed out what, what Danny was trying to do. Um, and once I do get an indication that the alarm has tripped, I would like to use the rest of my movement to get again within line of sight. Um, within, so that I would have Chrisetta and Lula within line, and then also, nice. and then again cast lightning bolt. If you sing it badly enough, it's not a copyright problem. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey guys, I'm Virla. I want to go Ooh. fast and eat chili dogs. Oh, <laughs> we banished him with our Sonic impression. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, fan cast yourselves. Which member of the Parasperos? Which member of the Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh no, I have to be Knuckles! Cursed. No! Cursed. Dibs Actually, on tails. Don't, like don't like that. Don't care for that shit at all. Alright, so, Virla, tell me again. You're gonna, with your extended move. Oh my god, you're so fast, right? You're gonna run through the foyer. Yep. I can run, like, I can run here, uh, yep. which I believe yeah. is just past the threshold. Uh, I want to make sure that I have. Uh, uh, what is it? Indication oh, that yeah. the alarm when does you step go off, through, and then I would like to get myself within. Again. <laughs> Apologies, Max. Some um, we have more company unintended. This uh, time. Go ahead and roll me. Um, roll me a d. Um, it hasn't been that long. Go ahead and roll me a d4. Talking uh, is free. And tell action. me what you get. How long it okay, takes for him sure. to peel the cucumbers off his little <laughs> eye ports? <laughs> Come see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> Um, actually, on average, it's like 2.5. Three. three. All right. Wait, that's bad, isn't it? That's it's always bad when it's three a D4. Ra- it's three. He's three rounds away. Uh, okay. Three rounds. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but then, yes, so I will. I will get myself on your turn in three uh, rounds. Virla, he'll appear. So that I feel I so will bad. Be... He was like, "I very much value my privacy okay. and do not like being so trespassed will... at." And we're like, "Nifty, bro. How do you like a giant spider?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it twice. Yeah. Um, yep. And I'll I'll cast lightning right, bolt geez. again. Uh, down a line, it'll hit Chrisetta and Lula. Another uh, dexterity really saving good on both of them. them this time. No. Uh, Chrisetta rolled a. Uh, 25 and uh, a oh, 23 for the retriever. Yeah. So that is. Yep. All right. Uh, 14 lightning damage to the both of them. Uh, the uh, you you see like there's some good damage been put into Crisetta. The retriever looks nonplussed. Uh, whether that's because it's really tough or it's a construct with no emotions is hard to deduce. <laughs> Neither way, it is its turn. And as the lightning arcs off of its oh, body, God, uh, it, it will move forward within five feet of Kiana. No. And it will hold its action. Oh, no. Okay. Corsetto will move into flanking. Dang it! It's almost like these guys do this for a living. And uh, we'll make two short sword uh, attacks. With advantage again! No! Nice. Flanking! I, no, no, I should have extracated her. That's on me. I said no. All right, let's do it. Yeah, Just do it. Uh, a natural night, a natural nineteen. All right, that's seventeen one. points of damage. Yeah, yeah. All right, just get yeah. it over with. You still, you're still off. Don't I feel like a waste of good healing <laughs> yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-two to hit. Okay. Another seventeen points of damage. I'm down, baby. You Oof. see, Kiana oh, collapses, no. and as she does, the retriever puts out two metal arms scoops her up and there is a flash as it's held action it will cast plane shift ah! <laughs> and vanishes no. I got my wish guys it was turn three uh. Yay! <laughs> I have a hunch what might happen next uh -oh. session you guys <laughs> uh -oh. just the slightest hunch oh, shit <laughs> Kiana I had yeah, I'm sorry. I specifically asked <laughs> to not mess with my crew. No. Hey, Maxim, remember how we were like... The Retriever and Kiana in tow Great. vanish yeah. uh -huh. using uh, the Retriever's ability Damn. to plane shift Damn. three times a day uh, Whoa, along that's... with one incapacitated creature. Wow, it's almost like they do this for a living. Okay. That, I'm going to be quiet ends now. That Chrisetta's turn. Uh, <laughs> she, turns, she turns to Egan and says... All right, job done. Ready to get out of here? Uh, and Egan turns to Danny and says, change of plans. Double the price for the Genasi. What? <laughs> oh, shit. How much did you antagonize her? <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not the... She's just mad you turned her blue. Talking. You idiot. I'm blue now. Uh, I'm clearly stronger than you. Everyone knows blue fire is hotter than red uh, fire. That's the, that's yeah. that's Egan talking. Egan's like, uh, listen, I know you will... body snatched me, but I have one last request. <laughs> they will risk an attack of opportunity stepping backwards from you. I don't know if you have the ability, to, if you have anything you can do besides punch. <laughs> I have a dagger. <laughs> oh, okay. If you want to try to dagger them, dagger, dagger, dagger. Yeah, why not? We can be kidnapping buddies. Does a sixteen hit? Uh, good question. Uh, it does hit. Yeah. Cuts right through the mage armor. Fuck you, Egan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what 
1d4 plus 2, so that's th three points of piercing damage. Alright. Ugh, that feels weak. Yeah. Every little bit helps. Sorry, hold on. I have to do Take a that. double check on there. Stab him in the HP. leg as he's going. <laughs> Come back here. Egan has NPC stats and uh, just goes can immediately we, can down. Can we flavor it so that it's the uh, like a tool, like um. Like a chisel or something that Danny's using. <laughs> With... Oh, oh, those are nasty. Yeah, oh, totally, totally, yeah, totally. Because she would totally. have tools on her, so it's it's like a like a worksman's knife or like a like a pocket knife multi-tool situation as opposed to like a, a rogue's dagger. But screwdrivers are nasty yeah. puncture weapons, for the record. <laughs> Anyone who's ever accidentally uh, let's slipped see if with they one. They get their recharge on the overcast. They do not. Uh, they will cast scorching ray at you. To fucking try me. Three spell attacks on two d6 fire on each. So that'll be seven fire. <laughs> fire damage. Here we go. Three Nazi. attacks. Uh, one is a crit. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Uh, one is a 22 to hit, and the other is going to miss. Uh, yeah, 22 will hit. Okay. Holy. So shit. that is uh scorching ray. So that is. Uh, you don't add anything, so it's seven damage and then fourteen damage, so uh, twenty-one damage total. Fire damage, crit, but is that halved? But it halves, right? Oh, yep. It's gotta be halved because it's fire damage. Yep. yep. <laughs> so what's half of? Do, please do math for me. Is that ten? Ten. Uh, All right. Are we rounding Correct. down or up? Yep, it's always down. Yeah. Okay, ten. All right. That's yeah. not too bad. Uh, yeah, it scorches into you, but. You're used to the heat, and uh, it hurts, but not nearly so bad. Danny just, uh, just brushed, like, like, pats out a uh, mis miscellaneously placed orange flame on her arm instead of blue. It's like, pfft. Ruining the aesthetic. Danny, it is your turn. Alrighty. I don't have a way to get Kiana back. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Did Chrisetta go this round? Yeah, she's the last person. I don't want to. Uh, she's the one that dropped you. That was Oh, oh right. That was the one that you. <laughs> Wonder why I forgot that happened. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the not Egan is looking uh is looking a lot worse than or not a lot, but worse than uh Cressida. That's what happens when you trade down. <laughs> oh, does it someone really miss their old down. body? I mean, you guys got You guys got lucky uh messing up uh that old body like you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try a little trick. Not lucky, it was extremely well played. Because I'm just yeah. sort of stalling yeah. for time at this point. Because uh, I don't know how to get Kiana back, but I think our wizard friend might have a better bet than me, and I feel like keeping Cressetta here is kind of my new goal. So Danny is going to cast Grease. Um, it's a de DC 15 deck save. Uh, oh, no. 10 foot. <laughs> right <laughs> where Cressetta's standing. Um and when the grease right. appears, uh, she's got to make a deck save or fall <laughs> prone, so it's uh, DC 15. Uh, 24. Yeah. Yeah, she makes it. Um, and sort of to call back to our first fight in the... Uh, grease, really? In Yeah, so as she says grease, really, the... Um, <laughs> The Force Ballista is going to step directly into line with her, um, and it's going to fire on her. And my goal in this is kind of to call back to our fight in the uh, inn to make her have to, to slip and fall when she does the Force. That might not be how it works. She might just slide back faster, but either way, she'll take some damage. It's pretty funny, though. Yeah. 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 Uh, that is uh, like a 23 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. 
Cool. And uh, the Force Blizzard is 2 One of these days eight, she'll so get to parry. 8 points of Force damage, and she's pushed 5 feet away from the cannon. Uh, it'd be 9. Hmm? 2d8? It'd be 9, because 2d8 is 4.5 plus 4.5. Oh, right. right. Oh, 2d8 yeah. plus 3, so... Oh, and another 12. 3 damage, right? 12. 2d8 plus Boom, 9. Boom, you push Cressetta away. Oh, right, away. yeah, sorry. Doi. <sighs> yeah. Too much math. You see, yeah, she gets, uh, she goes grease, really, and then gets whacked and slides backwards, <laughs> barely keeping her footing on the grease. Yeah. All right, good tricks, good tricks. <laughs> She's so civil. Danny's that end your turn? I'll just flip her off, and that'll be the end of my turn. <laughs> I'm just trying to piss her off to untenable levels. Ah. <laughs> Traditional elven greetings, I say. Finbar, you're up. <laughs> um... Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk up to Cressetta in uh, the Greece. Oh, holy shit, you're big. <laughs> uh, now, ma'am, I'm going to need you to do two things for me. Sit. Tell me where she went. Um, and then I will... Uh, bonus action, I will uh, Searing Smite. On her, as uh, you guys have rarely seen this happen, but uh, Lalin turns uh, a bright uh, red hot um, as he brings it down um, and uh, goes for a hit. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Uh, not quite. Uh, oh. 14 plus, what do I have to hit? It's, oh, plus, I still have plus 8 to this. 22? Yeah. 22 uh, is going to hit. Woohoo! Okay. Um, it's a... Just, you guys keep rolling just high enough she can't parry. <laughs> um, so this is a, a d4 plus 5, um, 7 points of slashing damage. Okay, um, 7, and then some and fire. And then some fire, yes. Um, it's a d6 fire. Yeah, so that's uh, 3 damage. Yeah, so total... Because the 3.5 is rounded down. Yes, yeah. and I need a All con right. save. Con save, ooh. Ooh. Uh, natural 19. Ah! Okay, uh, never mind. Okay, well... Uh, what I failed on initiative, I'm making up for here. Mm. Okay. 24 um, total. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. I'll uh, say. And then my swarm's going to kick in, and it's going to take uh, an extra d6. So another 3. Yes. This is probably All one right, of the weirder fights damage. she's had. Um, she gets she uppercutted by shit. Tinkerbell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's pretty weird. Yeah, it's like, alright, big guy with a sickle, that's fine. What are these? <laughs> uh, yep. Alright. Actually, no, fuck it. I can throw, an, uh, since I'm not concentrating on anything anymore, I'll throw an extra d4 for my favorite. Alright, so nice. another two. Yeah. Ooh, death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> Boom. Virla, you're up. Okay, I think, yeah, I, if I, for the audience listening at home, I have a circle, circular <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching, <laughs> been watching you radius. draw this all over the map, trying to find a good spot to put it for like three rounds now. <laughs> trying to find a good spot. Yeah, uh, the, where I put it here, which is, uh, you know, roughly kind of in, in between uh, Cressida and, and 
Egan, will I be able to get them both without getting either Danny or Finbar? Uh, are you attempting to cast Insect Plague? I don't know how you rule. Cause the, the... But you don't have the staff. I am. You gave the staff back. I I thought I took the staff. Did I wait? Did I get the staff back? I thought I took it. I with thought it was the, a trade. With, uh, along it with was the it was a it was a heavy implication oh. that mm. you guys had each given it to the other to work on and then trade back. Mm. So here so here's what's up. Oh. Here's what's up here. Okay. Here's what's up All right. Here. Yeah. I'm not gonna screw. I understand. Uh, I'm sure okay. that there's a role playing encounter that's gonna come out of you wanting to keep the staff, Austin doesn't want to cheat you out of a magic item you have, that's no fun to treat this as a game. I don't like doing that. The lore, how you got it, is that and is that you got it from Maxim, and Maxim is lawful neutral, believes in even exchanges like that. I'm sure there is some sort of role-playing encounter you might sure. want to have to try and keep the staff. I understand that. So I'm not going to take it from you now with the, uh, we'll, we'll explain it as the assumption that uh, Maxim thought you were coming back the next day, and just as a courtesy thing, wasn't going to be a dick about it. He's like mm -hmm. letting you look at the sphere and hold on to the staff. Okay. But with the assumption that because he thought you were coming back the next day, like there would be, right. you, would you return would return it. it or there would be some other exchange of some kind. Uh, okay. So I'll let you, uh, this, you have the staff okay. now, I'll say. But just keep that in mind going forward for whatever decisions you might want to okay. make. That was, that was mm -hmm. extreme... Uh, no, nope, I should have specified because, yeah. uh, but you know, again, yeah. lore dumps, it's easy to get distracted. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to punish you on that here. Just know that going forward. Fair enough. Okay. Just focusing like too the... hard on the buttery boys. <laughs> All right. For the umpteenth, for, for the umpteenth <laughs> time, I'll draw, I'll redraw this. Uh, yes. And so I believe putting, I believe placing you it You got to move it. You're going to hit, I'm not sure hit, how you do. You're going to hit Veer like Danny there. Any circle it's in is going to hit him. I think you can nudge it up so if you, just a little. If you move it up, you should be yeah. okay. Oh, my yeah, cannon yeah, might take damage. Yeah, that'll hit both okay. of them. Oh, my God. It's going to hit both All of them. All right, then. Uh, we don't fight enough armies Can your cannon take damage? I don't yeah, care Yeah, my cannon, cannon. Uh, takes damage. Uh, so the Eldritch Cannon, let's look at some rules real quick. Uh, it has an AC of 18 and a number of hit points equal to my Artificer level, so six hit points. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this swarm is going to shred it. But oh, God. Like, <laughs> it's okay. It will probably also my shred the two people you're looking at. So. Yeah. They will both have to make mm -hmm. All right, here we go. saving throws. Uh, the not Egan rolls a natural one. Oh, eat it. Ooh. Cressetta, okay. Cressetta rolls right. an 18. Cressetta rolls an 18. Okay. Uh, that and does so, yeah. what is? 13. There's a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So 5.5 5 22. Yeah, 5. 22? Yeah. 22 points of piercing damage yes and then 11 of course on a, on a save. oh my god they're ooh mm -hmm. yeah that's brutal the swarm comes in and swarms both of them holy shit did not know they had a wizard with them would have been good information uh the you egan is the not egan is is being like pierced and destroyed uh poof, maxim's not a wizard uh being pierced <laughs> oh. and like you see the flesh is sweat like in wasp stings are coming in and you see welts uh -huh. rising up uh on its skin and isn't does not care is just staring down uh, yeah. Yeah. uh when will when will your pet be back i told I, you i want the artificer Cressida turns she says Cressida turns she says that was not part of the deal. If you want to renegotiate, we're going to need some couches or something a little less insane than this. On that note, Lula will use her action to plane shift back and reappears exactly where she was. You. Uh. Oh. 
Oh, oh um, no. Right where Finbar uh, is. It's Cressida's turn. She's going to look <laughs> around. She's going to move out of the swarm, first of all. Uh, yeah. She's going to look around, uh, put her hands up and say, you say something about renegotiating a deal? Because last I checked, my current uh, cur- uh, current contract just finished. So if you're willing to talk, I'm very chatty. So chatty. In fact, some people can't shut me up, they say. Uh, she's <laughs> just going to put her hands up. Um, you see Lula is rears up on her hind legs to like impale Finbar, and she gives a sharp whistle and says, Down, girl! Just hold on. <laughs> and guys, uh, is gonna, she's gonna hold her action to see if you guys keep attacking her, then she, uh, something might happen. Befriending the cool drow is exactly <laughs> what I would have wanted if we were still there. <laughs> you must honor my memory! <laughs> it's what she wanted. Uh, the, the not vegan uh, emerges out and is going to uh, do I think she's got a couple of those that she can do. Oh, she, no. Three times today. Another Scorching Ray at Danny. Really? You haven't figured out how fire uh, works by oh. now? <laughs> a one, a two, and an, a one, a two, and an 18? Uh, I will use shield to bring my AC up to 20, so none of those oh, hit. Oh, <laughs> eat it. None of them hit. That's a total of 18, by the way. A natural one, a natural two, and then a total of 18. Uh, the, they just, two fly past, she, uh, the, you realize now the body is like, have, second Men in Black reference of the night. You know how um, Vincent D'Onofrio is just oh, like God. slowly getting worse over the course of the movie? Very quickly, the Nod Egan has moved into that point, and you see um, is uh, like limping and parts of the body swollen from all those wasp stings. Uh, extends a state shaky hand, and two fire scorching rays just go past your shoulders. The third comes to hit you square in the chest, and an arcane ward deflects it, it scatters off into ashes and sparks. Kiana is gone. Danny, your turn. <laughs> uh, sort of like as the shield comes up, uh, Danny raises her arm in front of her and then slowly brings it down and like turns to look at uh, the drow. Here's a new deal for you. You want to leave here with your life? You bring Kiana back. And then I will turn to not Egan. Uh, hmm. What should I, what should I do? <laughs> Just so much fire damage, which I know doesn't do much. Um, <laughs> Cressida says, while you think of that, Cressida says, look, even if I could, and I can't, because uh, uh. she can only do that so many times a day, she motions at Lula. She goes, I don't go back on, why am I discussing this? We're still to the death. Are we done with this? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> she... It's an amazing, there's an amazing amount of information that she can I love that talking is a free Danny, action. what are you up to? Uh, yeah, so Danny is going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, kind of around to be in line with not Egan. Um, and I'm going to summon another force ballista using a spell slot. Cool. Directly in front of me so that it is lined up not only with not Egan, but the direction that I'll be pushing them is back into the insect swarm. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, and I will, as I summon uh, the cannon, noir, I will noir, use an do they, <laughs> I was Do they exactly take damage when they enter it or what's, what's the uh, wording for when they take damage? Go ahead and look uh, that me, up. Uh, oh, sorry, Danny rolled a I rolled a natural there. 20. Yep. <gasps> nice. Oh, shoot. You Amazing. might not even need the swarm. Go ahead and roll. Well, 2d8 plus 3. Still roll. Double the dice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay. So the 2d8 becomes 4.5 plus 4.5 is 9. Double to 18. Yeah. 
plus three. Uh, you kind of already told me how you want to do this. So you see the Nagin is pushed backwards, uh, part of the body blown open from the force, and the wasps turn and start devouring. Um, and the body falls limp, uh, the head falls and makes a sharp smack sound against the metal as the mechanical wasps rise up off of the unmoving body. Yikes. Uh, Finbar. Kind of messy again. (laughs) Hot damn. Um, I'm going to put uh, Lalan back into clipped back onto my belt. Um, I'm still going to maintain the the starry form and I'm going to be like Alright. You capture her once. Uh, now we need you to bring us to where she is. Ooh! Uh, respectfully, giant sir, um, <laughs> besides myself, Lula can only take the one at a time, and she's only got so much power in a day. So, if you want to go, it's going to take like a few days for me to shift you there. Uh, but I could tell you where it is, if that'll help. <laughs> Speak. I'm gonna. All right, that's. I mean, we're we're uh, Virla. Is there anything you would like to do? Yeah, Virla would just kind of like to co- sort of approach Cressida and just try and assume as intimidating a form as well. But um, it seems that Finbar's got this, so he just kind of wanna. He just kind of wants to try and Side support him in that regard. Cool. But he's not gonna say anything. You move in. Cressida has already sheathed her sword, had her hands up, and now kind of puts them down. Like, okay, we're we're entering into negotiation out of out of like hostage situation into like negotiation <laughs> portion. She says, "All right, listen. Normally, it's bad business to rat out your former employer, and as a, I make it a rule never to go back on a contract that I've taken. But seeing as well, you're probably gonna kill me if I give you nothing." <laughs> uh, and also that she motions with her head uh, guy was a huge prick the entire time we were working together I'll tell you what I know uh, you see she motions and then she does a little double take she goes what the hell is that and we move past her turn to the not Egan's turn oh no Ooh. you see what you, what look you look at the head which had hit the metal and a crack had no. sort of appeared no. where it struck Mind there's players. some black sort of Mind protruding players. out what is happening uh-huh. and at first you Mind think it's players. like it might be like a rivulet of blood but then another black appendage pokes out and you realize <laughs> they're like the legs they look like the oh. legs of a spider they grab you see these two legs grab onto either uh. end of outside of the split in the skull, grab either end and push the skull splits open and emerging from inside, you see what can only be described as her brain atop eight spidery legs, the brainstem twitching like a small tail. It crawls out and observes the scene. Uh, You see Cressetta goes, holy shit, did you know her brain had (laughs) legs? (laughs) <laughs> you were working and... for mind flayers, you fucking idiot. Always research Please your gigs. Please make friends with her. <laughs> uh, the intellect devourer is going to pounce and make a claw attack at Danny. No! Uh, my shield no! is still up, the, so my AC is 20 uh, until my turn. Uh, that's a 25 to hit? Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Ah! <laughs> that's just a really lucky roll. They're not really good at this. Hey, uh, yes. Yeah. 
had a, uh, just a question. He, the, the the intellect devourer didn't happen to start its turn in the insect swarm, and then you know. Uh, when the intellect or... devourer emerges from the skull of another creature, it teleports five feet mechanically. I checked. Okay. Right. It oh. does not. It teleports five feet and therefore is able to, uh, to mechanically not emerge into your insect swarm. I already took that into account. All right, fair, uh, fair play. That's seven Proceed. slashing damage uh -huh. as the creature flings itself at okay. you and the claws strike. Um, and it will use no. Devour Intellect. No! no. Uh, could you please no, it... make an intelligence saving Oh, thank throw God. <laughs> okay, I'm good at those. It's a good thing we just made friends with a really powerful sorcerer. 23. <gasps> thank fuck. Uh, you save by a country mile. Danny's smart, You feel bitch. a sharp... Uh, a sharp spike in your brain as uh, this creature assaults your mind. Flashes of color, your eyes like kind of white out, you can't see it from when you step back, but you're able to resist both the psychic damage and the intelligence drain that would result from uh, a failed save. Please. <laughs> Whoa. Danny, it's uh, your turn. Alright, so this thing is right there. Yep, it's right in front of you. You're no longer fire resistant, you fucking idiot. I'm gonna use... <laughs> uh, Danny will use uh, her burning hands ability as a fire genasi, just sort of like stick her hands directly in front of her, uh, right at the brain, um, and I will fire on it. That's a, It makes a DC 12 dexterity saving throw, or, to, uh, or takes half damage. Five. Great. Uh, it fails, so it's going to take the average of 3d6, so 9 points of fire damage. Uh, okay. 10 uh, points of fire damage. 10 points of fire okay. damage. Um, Alright, you you hear in your mind, more than more than aloud in your mind, each of you hears a shriek of pain as this creature like scampers backwards a little bit as the fire, just, a cone of flame, just point blank this horrid aberration. Uh, and then it's going to be a disadvantage because it's within melee range, but the Force Ballista, I will use my bonus action to have it fire on the mind thing as well. Okay. I'll let you know. The brain does not have a huge AC. <laughs> uh, it's the Force Ballista, dude. <laughs> the lowest I, I rolled a 13 on the low die, and it's plus 6, so it's a 19 to hit. Jeez. Yeah, it has an AC 12. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so the average the of 2d8 plus 3. So, 12. so that's... 12? Yeah. 12 is just what you needed. Uh -huh. The creature rears back from flame and then makes one last lunge. You hear that shriek in your mind again, and the it scatters as a point-blank shot just pulverizes this brain. Uh, Danny uh, will bit, just sort of like... Go flying <laughs> in the air. Danny just sort of wipes a little brain goo off of her arm and turns to look ah! at Cressida and is like, so we were talking about renegotiating your deal. <laughs> I promise I knew nothing about the brain with legs. <laughs> um, oh my god. You will tell us where she is. Also, how many rounds has it been since we set off the alarm? Uh, combat yeah. uh, combat is effectively dropping, so it's at this point that Maxim appears. You see he walk, uh, he descends and says, I thought I made clear my intentions to bed down for the evening. What manner of sorcery has occurred here? And looks across. Uh, he goes to lead to step out, and then takes two <laughs> steps back from the doorway before he before he leaves. Wait, the insect he, plague is still up. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I will. I will. Birla will uh, 
closed down the clockwork staff and he merely uh, uh, says to Maxim, we had interlopers. Like I said, we were being hunted. Uh, apologies for bringing it onto your uh, front steps. No apologies necessary. It seems you are more than capable of handling them. Uh, uh, even though the insect's plague dies down, he does not step out. He looks across at the carnage, says, Whereas your friend, Kiana? That is what we are in the process of finding out, and Danny and the Force Ballista will like get in line and a little closer to Cressida and her dear, dear spider. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're surrounding me. I'm outnumbered. I'm outgunned. I get it. I want you to know I could leave if I wanted, but I'm going to be nice here and let you have what you want. Ask me a question. I'll tell you what I can to the best of my knowledge. Drow's honor. Again, where'd you take the girl? Lula took the girl back to, they said, her monastery. They gave me a location on the Prime Material Plane. Lula can plane shift there and back if she wants to. You will give us that location. Gotcha. It's on the uh, the edge of the Underdark. It's called the Cenobium Tenebris, apparently. I don't know. I never set foot in it. This thing with legs for a brain she motions with her hands this thing with legs for a brain found me in the underdark uh, little snurf nibbling settlements I tend to work out of made a deal, gold was exchanged Uh, not the first time I've had to travel to the great wheel to track a bounty, that's what Lula's for she's uh, pretty good at that, you know, when we have quarry she knows where it is and uh, well Finish the job. She's back wherever she's meant to be. She is meant to be with us. Listen, I'm sorry. This job, you don't exactly make a lot of friends. I know that more often than not, I'm taking someone who didn't want to be back, but I have to explain myself to you. You guys don't know me. Listen, (laughs) you want information, I'll give you information. You want to kill me, you'll kill me. Or I'll escape. I I don't... I don't expect more from a drow. Uh, you. Um, well, you don't know anything about me, so. Listen, I'm no friend to the drow in Menzo Baranzin, alright? I will honor your contract and your adherence to it. Consider your life our payment for your services. Fair enough. What can I do for you? You know the location. I don't know how many are in there, if that's what you're asking. I assume you're planning some daring, heroic rescue. (laughs) Very noble. This guy never told me anything about who was there waiting for them, just where this plane shifter, and then tried to change the deal at the last minute, which is just a classic (laughs) bad etiquette Mm -hmm. move. Uh, Hearing about plane shift, Danny will turn to our new robo-wizard friend. Hey, uh, Robo-Wizard, you got any way to get from plane to plane, uh, particularly to the mundane plane? I am in possession of a tuning fork attuned to the prime material plane, yes. Any chance you could give us a ride? (laughs) You see a conflicted, like, look back and forth. I cannot leave here. But, Verla, is your ship still possessed of the ability to shift between planes? Yes. To the Astral Sea. Very well. Um, 
forgive me, uh, pardon me for a moment. Um, you see he leaves. Uh, a couple tense minutes pass. Uh, Cressetta, like, slowly starts kind of shuffling towards the retriever. No. <laughs> Just, like, tiny little sidestep. You. No, okay. No, 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 no. Before you go. Still tense. Still tense. No, no, no. Oh, no. yes. Before I go. I like the sound of that. Tell me what I need to do before I go. <sighs> What kind of rates do you usually charge for mercenary work? Because we're actually also for hire, and like I just we never get to compare notes with anyone because usually other for hire people are trying to kill us the whole time. This is I, I'm something of a, a guildsman myself, so. <laughs> oh, I understand. Well, you know, it's it kind of ranges mm. really because you know sometimes I'm staying on the prime material plane, and that's you know way easier, but. Also, then there's travel costs, so when I get to shift to another plane, I don't have to worry about those costs because, you know, I can be in and out in a day. Um, so it really varies. Some fights are harder than others. Might I say, you guys, very good at what you do. Really <laughs> impressed. Uh, sometimes it's very easy. It's sort of a stealth mission. I was told this was going to be a smash and grab, so uh, I jacked the rates. Um, for this one, it was 5,000 gold pieces. But... So you have how much gold on you right now? Oh, God. <laughs> Nice try. I'm carrying about, let's see. She goes to her bag, opens it up. She's like, uh, yeah, tw- 27 gold pieces. I don't take the gold on me for the job. Can I insight check that? I have a safe at home. Yeah, go ahead and roll, roll an insight check. Natural 20. <laughs> oh nice. my God. Uh, yeah, she's telling the truth. She doesn't take 5,000 gold Yeah. Pieces. What kind of crazy adventurer would carry all their gold on them at all times? And non-sequential serial numbers. You did a non-zero amount of damage to us and our supplies. And to sort of even the score here, is there anything valuable on you we could potentially use to cover the cost of repairs? I hate to ask. You seem like an upstanding uh, businesswoman, but you know how it is. It's really hard to maintain this level of gear. I don't... You're going to shake me down after all of this? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Push, you just kidnapped one of our further. party members. I'm just going to start writing right, down. tell you what. About like, just like I g- tell you what. I give you what I have in my pocket. She reaches in her pocket and holds up a hand. She says, you let me go right now. Uh, Finbar takes it. She's clearly holding something. <laughs> oh, okay. It's not, uh, you know, she's not faking it. Uh, Finbar, her hand is around something. Finbar takes it's a, it. It's a vial. Uh, and in, she places uh, it in Finbar's hand. In uh, Sylvan, he says, now get Drow. All right, all right. I know where I'm not welcome. Uh, She'll go over to Lula, say, all right, say goodbye to these fine folks, Lula. You see the the spider uh, sits back kind of like a dog on its its abdomen, thorax. I always flip them. I'm pretty sure it's abdomen. On its abdomen and Uh. looks at you uh, all with those eight bright red fiery eyes. Don't you dare make the spider cute. Although, like, it is. How dare you? No, How and dare you make the spider a little guy? It's a silver retriever. It's the, and it's his, <laughs> and it's his birthday. Touches it, she says, till next time, and then just shifts out. Uh, a moment passes, and back at the doorway, you see Maxim appears, tuning fork in hand. What did you get, Jimbar? What is from him? Yeah, what? Uh, it's a vial. It's a vial of drow poison. Hmm. That's what I thought. I'll I'll, okay. I'll go and I'll take. It's pretty nasty. Nice I'll of take her, the I guess. For from him, I'll return to him the clockwork staff, and as an extra thank you, I will unfurl the 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 scarf of haste, I suppose, uh, scarf of speed. 
and give that to him as well. No, it's so useful. Ah! A fair um, exchange. To impart, to impart gifts is not necessary. It is merely an exchange for we, we are merely professionals. <laughs> that we are. He looks at all of them. He says, My assumption is you intend to rescue your crewmate. That's the plan. I said that I did not have any intention of losing my crew a second time. I aim to make good on that. I wish you luck, and if I may, a word of advice. There are some things in this universe that are inevitable. The more you study the history of the planescape, the more you come to learn that law, chaos, good, evil, none has ever truly triumphed. Only defeats and victories ultimately fruitless. Our lives are much the same in that respect. We fight entropy, and yet, try as we might, loss will always find each of us in our time. I offer you this wisdom. Care about those you choose to care about, but always be prepared. The time comes for each of us. I offer you this wisdom in turn. It is the fight against entropy that makes life worth living. And I turn away and I start going back to the show. Maybe. <laughs> uh, damn. <laughs> Incredibly brutal. Um, he's, uh, as you go, he calls after you. When you shift to the prime, hold strongly in your mind the location you wish to travel to. The Prime is not like most other places. It is expensive. Hold fast in your mind, and you will find your way true. I, I nod in recognition. As we, uh, as we walk back to the ship, Daniel give one little like look back to the scattered remains of Egan, um, and then turn and go back on the ship. Ripped. Oh! <laughs> Finbar? Um, Finbar is quiet this entire time. Um, his, his brow has been furrowed. Uh, he says one thing on his mind, uh, this entire time. Um, he says, let's go get the girl. Ah. One more thing. And I think that's going to be a good place to end it. Avengers wow, I wonder what we're doing for the finale. <laughs> <sighs> I was curious because... Damn, guys. Yeah. Damn. There was actually a moment I thought you were going to be able to uh, prevent it. Entire- I mean, it was always possible to prevent it. It was just very hard. Yeah, I'm yeah. hugely impressed with your efforts. Uh, uh, but two at the end of the day, stone. when we're forces going. are brought to bear, you know, yep, yep. D&D is not a war game. It's not always balanced. Sometimes the bad guys bring <laughs> forces to bear that yeah. they can afford. Yeah. Yeah. We almost had an extra wizard um, on our side. <laughs> yeah. My only weakness, not being able to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they got me. We will pick up next week, learning what happened to Kiana, Woo-hoo! and then we'll conclude All the first things. season of the Adventures of the Paraspera with the rescue of our astral monk. Yay! Hopefully. Thank you, everyone, crossed. for joining us. Uh, I know this is a harsh one, but I look forward <laughs> to next week when we see our heroes shine. Yay! Until next time, everyone. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hi, I'm Noir, a.k.a. Virla. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Rolling with Difficulty. We'll be back next week with another thrilling installment, but if you miss us before then, be sure to check out our Twitter and Instagram for more D&D nonsense. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email the pod at rollwithdifficulty at gmail.com. Links to all that and more in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. Thanks!